Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Aaron Chen and Danielle Walker. We have some tour dates on sale at the website littledumdumclub.com. Check that out. Keep your eye across all our social media accounts for updates on when we're able to move around and when we're able to do stuff. You'll be the first people to hear about it through those channels. You can also get some merch on our website and you can find a link to our Patreon where you can get two bonus mini episodes Every week, they've been very fun lately. They've always got good guests on them. They've been very libelous lately, haven't they, Carl? They certainly have. Um, yeah, that's why we need more of you to, to to sign up because we've been sued nonstop the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, if you can pitch into our legal fund, that'd be much appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, get on there, sign on to all that stuff. Uh, we'll talk to you more at the end of the episode about all this kind of stuff. Uh, but until then, enjoy this great new one. With Aaron Chen and Danielle Walker. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow, and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. And joining us today, we have two very special guests. Please welcome back into the show, Danielle Walker and Aaron Chen. Yes. Happy to be here. Yay. Aaron Chen with a freshly shaved head. Uh, Nice to see a bit more bald representation on this show. We love to see it. The Chrome Domes out there have been crying out for another one of us to join the ranks. Welcome, brother. Really good stuff. Chenny, last night you told me, I was talking to you and you said, I shaved my head. I said, how have you been going in lockdown? And you said, I shaved my head. And I just thought you were like hanging shit on the people out there that lose their minds in lockdown and shave their head. I'm like, ah, yeah, good one. Yeah, I dyed my hair. Yeah, I'm a fuckhead too. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, oh, no. I've, and now I realise you have lost your mind, so sorry yeah. about that from last night. Yeah, don't make fun of mental health. Um, <laughs> no, I did shave my head. It's liberating. It's a good feeling, Tommy, don't you reckon? Not really. I mean, looking at you, because you're on, uh, as we're recording this, you're on the TV tonight and seeing the promo pics for it. You got that beautiful, you got that beautiful, Aaron, I don't even want to tell you what I would do to have a head of hair like what you shaved off it. It fucking hurts to like see, you have on TV. Yeah. I'll tell you what I did to have a head of hair like yours. I just shaved it. Um... <laughs> yeah, but you're a tourist, mate. I've got to do this forever. I've got to use the home clippers forever, clogging up the sink. Then it's like down the back of your neck for the rest of the day. God, it is fucking awful. Uh, sorry, Danielle, you've also shaved your head. We should point out uh, we've got <laughs> Sinead O'Connor in the bottom left window. It's uh, yeah, it's really good. What what is it? What is it about um, it improving your mental health like that? Why is all the craziness in people's hair? Why is it that easy just to get rid of it? Hey, just yeah. shave your head and then it's and then boom, it's all gone. You're all good again. Is it? Is it that people are all good? I think they're temporarily good, like good because. <laughs> You, it's yeah, no, I don't believe it at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the psychologist prescribing you to shave your head, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the reason why there's a psychologist and not just a barber. Yeah, I I, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> it's interesting though. Like, what does like why does the human brain? Because we saw it so much in the last year in adverse conditions. Why does the human brain make you go? I've got to fuck with my appearance in some way. You see it on a yeah. small scale, like in a breakup. But like, yeah, when the chips are down, human yeah. beings are compelled to just fuck with their appearance in some way. What is it? Yeah. Why Why are we driven to that? Did it 
Did it start with Brittany, or did was she just part of the <laughs> part of what what it's been like since man began? Is it just because you're at home more and there's mirrors at home? Like you're more likely to see yourself in a mirror and you just decide to change stuff? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like I can't change the environment, but I can change what I'm seeing on the reflective surfaces yeah. of this house. That's like a whole also, thing. I, I like how we're discussing why Chenny did what he did without <laughs> actually asking him. <laughs> did you feel better after you did it? Did it feel like a calming thing, like having the razor go through it? Well, it wasn't, um, it wasn't mental health. I, I look down on anyone who has any type of depression <laughs> or anxiety or anything like that. I did it um, in support of the Taliban and... <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah, they're doing it tough. They yeah, really so, give oh, did you, a boost. <laughs> did, you, did you treat your hair like the US troops that just absolutely go, yeah, you're out of here, boys? It was an evacuation. No, I don't know. It was just annoying me, the hair. It was more a physical health thing because it was getting in my eyes and stuff and people were looking at me like yep. I was um, crazed and stuff like that. So I thought I'd get rid of it all. I did get an audition once where they said I'd had to, I'd have to shave my head and I'd have to be like an, a mean prison lady who was like wanting to bash everyone. And I, the audition was just horrible because I couldn't actually be – mean it just sounded like a joke the whole time because i was just like i'll get you girls i'll bash you in the yeah. courtyard it didn't it just didn't sound right you couldn't pull it off you had yeah. too much hair exactly what would happen if you shaved your head for the audition and put them in a tough spot yeah that's what oh, i thought you no. meant they just yeah. said I would have to do it but i didn't i, I did horrible in the audition because i sounded too nice and i kept telling the lady i was acting with it she was a really good actress. Like, I kept being like, well, you're really good. Right. <laughs> but you did it in character. They would have loved that. Yeah. 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 Nothing comes off like a like a mean prison woman than compliments. Yeah. That's that's the that's the way to win that role. I couldn't believe it. Her eyes were like hard. Like I could tell she was like actually mean, like the character. Yeah, maybe she was just a cunt and not actually a good actor in any yeah, way. That, yeah, that, maybe I was just believing the best in her that she was just putting it on. I bet uh, I bet someone did actually shave their head for that audition. I'd love to see, like, yeah. be led into the library because they always tape you in those auditions just for the, so they can show the client. I'd love to see, like, the master library of, like, all the embarrassing tapes they have <laughs> of people uh, and, the, like, the dumb shit they've done in auditions and people that come in for an ad and they've just drastically <laughs> altered their appearance going, like, yeah, I need yeah. this BP commercial more than I've ever needed. Yeah. I shaved my head for the audition and that's why uh, I got it and Danielle didn't. <laughs> uh, so you're, the, you're, you're, you're now playing Queen B in the new yeah. Prisoner reboot, yeah. Jenny. So, great. The biggest... Bitch on cell block H. Oh, Here she comes, everybody. <laughs> and I heard, I heard, Chenny's a lesbian as well. Wow, check it out. I'm, I'm haunted by an audition I did. I think I've spoken about it on the show before, but I went in, and um, they were. I can't even remember what it was. It was an ad, but I can't remember specifically what the ad was for. But it was like the amount of shit they got me to do. I felt like I was in there for about four hours where they're like, now um, now run around the room like you're a gorilla. And so I'm just doing that. Like I'm kind of, you know, I'm just like galloping around the room, like grunting and stuff. 
And then I do that. They, they just let me do that for like five minutes without cutting in and saying good job or anything like that. <laughs> and then they're like, so, um, okay, now tell us what you did on the weekend. And I go, oh, um, I went to a party and I saw a friend. And the lady goes, uh-uh-uh, gorillas can't talk. Oh. So then I'm having to like dis- – so the game was describe what you did over the weekend as a wordless gorilla. And I'm – I'm and I just remember doing it and then like staring into the barrel of the camera and just knowing like this tape is going to be out there forever. Probably yeah. like a, a master reel at the like Christmas party or whatever. And I'm just – I'm haunted about it. I need to do some like Breaking Bad shit where I turn up yeah. to that casting agents with a big magnet in a van and just wipe the tape or something. Yeah, you you regret it because it was it was convincing because I mean you jerked off it into your hand and then you threw it at the <laughs> at the auditioner. Must have been some party. I didn't know that there was auditions for uh, documentaries. <laughs> yeah, how was Diane Fossey to audition to? Was she good? <laughs> but yeah, fucking nightmare. Have you done any bad auditions, Chenny? I heard your offer only up there in Sydney. That's what they. Uh, that's what they say about you. No. Oh, offer only is that the term? Yeah, I, I have. I am not offer only. I do every single audition that they ask me to, and everyone is humiliating. I, I don't know. It, it is just so embarrassing because it's like. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't do them anymore because it's just it just makes me feel fucking like a like a child, like a fucking idiot, <laughs> like someone who. Well, it just makes me feel like I don't know what I'm doing, which I I don't, which is why why I'm like, <laughs> yep, I get it. I'm not going to get the role. I'm just going to feel worse about this. So I'm just going to just going to not get it. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I just bring comedians in to let them know that acting is actually a different thing. <laughs> Just right to set the low bar. Yeah, I they're they're kind of worse now because you have to do them at home, and you you and like tape yourself and send them in. And you would think that that would be less embarrassing because you're not in the room with strangers, but it's somehow worse because you've got to get like a partner or a housemate to like film it for you and help you with very. Very conspicuously quiet on this subject of being a loser at auditions is Danielle Walker, who's currently on a national campaign on TV at the moment, who's, who's just sitting there quietly judging us, going, you fucking amateurs. <laughs> Why don't you just try getting the roles? It's no, easy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did one recently in the lockdown that was real. I tried real hard because it was for a farmer, and I was like, oh, I can be a farmer. Um, and... Like, right. I was supposed to be fixing a fence while I was doing the ad. And luckily, I've got heaps of wire around the house for fixing stuff around the house. <laughs> and yeah. so I set yeah. up two chairs and then, like, built a fence between the two chairs so that I could actually be doing the sheep shank in the fence oh. that they wanted you to do. And I was doing wow. wire work for the audition and then that made me feel quite bad when I didn't get that because I'd spent so much time building my own fence <laughs> oh, yeah. from yeah. scratch. You'd yeah. constructed a set. You'd made a set. You'd put yeah. on your own little play in the house. Yeah. yeah. And then and then you, you you hadn't got the role and then you couldn't even get out of your own house because your fence was too good. <laughs> I um the seven eleven ad that Nick Capper is in at the moment, I auditioned for that and it was like there's two roles in it. Okay. Bit of jealousy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. S- sounds like someone didn't s- someone didn't stink enough for the for the yeah. part. You didn't commit. I mean, not getting the ad is one thing, but losing out to Nick Capper is <laughs> fucking a, a brutal pill to have to swallow. Yeah, but it's yeah. It, there's two characters in it, and in the brief they were like, "Oh, we're we're not casting for you know it's it's like 
you know, just send a tape in and, you know, you're not, you're not auditioning for any, like, one specific one. Like, they're kind of interchangeable. So I thought to kind of – because you've got to film them yourself and, you know, you, you've got to kind of make it look good. I thought what I would do is I, I just filmed myself doing both roles, like, interacting with each other. So I'd do, like, one part and then I changed clothes and I did the other part, like, looking at myself. Like, I'm on TikTok doing a little sketch <laughs> and cut it together. And this took me an entire day of filming, like, a mock <laughs> conversation with myself – I sent it off and then to not get it after doing that, the thing that makes you feel fucking insane was just yeah. so devastating. Can we see it? Can we see uh, it? Yeah, I can put it up. Yeah, I'll put tell it up. Okay, I've, right. I've got to tell up. you something that's going to make you potentially feel worse, which is um, the 7-Eleven ads were directed by the same um, director who did the eBay ads I'm in and I was in the middle of nowhere when I auditioned for the eBay ads and so I did also do both characters. Um, and I got, I got yep. that. So, um, ah, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just did and a really also, bad job. Yeah. I know, I know that, di- <laughs> I know that director too. Like he, um, he, uh, he directed the Commonwealth Bank ads that I was in a few years ago and he like specifically asked for me to send something in for that 7-Eleven thing. So to not get it when the guy has like <laughs> requested you audition is even more <laughs> devastating. I heard Kappa's audition was like, he did it through a selfie cam, but he had the camera the wrong way the whole time. <laughs> but he was in a 7-Eleven when he did it, so they were like, "Well, this guy gets it. He's familiar with the product." Yeah. Also, I like how I like how Dass- Daslo's still hanging on to this one. This is a director who had me in the ad a few years ago. When was that ad, Daslo? I reckon it was ten years ago. Uh the London Olympics. Whenever they were, were they two thousand twelve? Two weeks ago. The, the first one or the second the one? one? The London the third ones? one. Did they, just, did they just wrap up like the other week? The Athens like one. There was, there was the Athens Olympics. one. The first there Athens was an one. Olympics was it recently? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Chenny, what about what about this? So, I was talking to you last night. And I was like try, trying to figure out what you were doing, what what you'd been up to, and you and like you said, you said you shaved your head. I took the piss out. I I didn't think it was real. Mm-hmm. And then you said you can you can talk about vaccination, which again I thought, well, here's, here's another classic bit of comedy from Aaron Chen. He's a, he's a known anti-vaxxer, as if he wants to talk about that. <laughs> well, I am. Um that's like the only two things that I've done this lockdown is shave my head and get a um, get one of the jabs. Everyone's bragging about getting a jab. It's stupid. Um, but <laughs> I went to like the main hub just for the fun of it because it's like the closest thing to traveling that I reckon you can do in lockdown is going to like the contagion vaccination hub in um, Western Sydney. Yeah, right. And I the big one. went there and I went with a friend and um, she. Her household, because she lives with these old older people, right? They made her wear like a face mask and a face shield, and I had to wear one too. Got into this hub, and we went in, and everyone's like looking at us, like we're like going to the midnight screening of Avengers, dressed up as like <laughs> <laughs> dressed up as like the essential workers. It was so embarrassing. So, I mean, it's terrible. The vaccination, it's it's um, makes you feel so horrid. Have you guys got it? Did you feel bad? Yeah, I got um, the first dose of AstraZeneca. I woke up in like a pool of sweat and stuff like that. Oh. You know how people think that they're putting microchips in the um, jab? I reckon it's not that. I reckon they're putting like... Hey, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Wait, what? <laughs> Is this a... What do you mean? <laughs> I've never heard this well, take. It's fresh take. They reckon it's got something to do with Bill Gates. I reckon they're putting because I was like shivering. I reckon they're putting like like some coolant fluid in there to make you believe the climate change <laughs> narrative. 
Oh, right. Okay, right. <laughs> the stuff that they uh, the stuff that that's in a PlayStation Five to stop it from overheating. <laughs> yeah, they put that in right. so you believe yeah, nice, that um, the nice. world's getting hotter. <laughs> right, right. Well, like a sunny boy. Yeah. Like a bit of a sunny boy in there. Right. Okay. <laughs> I see. I got my um, first dose of the vaccine yesterday, and I'd been, and I felt, I felt a bit of shame because you know I'm, I'm, I'm very much like, yeah, everyone should get the fucking jab, and I'm like, and then people it's, are like, have you got yours? And I'm like, so oh, long. No. <laughs> yeah. it's taking me fucking forever to do it. I've rocked up somehow. I fucked up getting it twice. I've rocked up twice, and they've just gone, nah, you can't have it. So I finally got it yesterday and it was bad. First of all, it was bad because I thought, you know, well, I heard all these stories about people feeling, you know, not that great afterwards. So I thought I can't do my exercise after it. I'll do my exercise before it. So then I ran to the, the, to get the vaccine. So I, I got in my running clothes and I thought I'll just jog there. And then I fucked around and fucked around. And then I was like really going to be running late for it. So oh that meant God. I was just like, I was just <laughs> running, getting faster and faster and sprinting. And then I was like getting to all these hills. And I'm like, ah, fuck, <laughs> fuck. And I'm just so wrecked and so ruined from it. So then I get into the vaccination. I'm just like covered in sweat already. Turning up just to pissing. a medical centre, just <laughs> yeah. hot, yes. yeah, 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 good look, yeah, good just look. pissing sweat and panting <laughs> and whatever. And they're going, "Oh man, you need the vaccine bad. You fucking yeah, you're in big trouble." <laughs> so, and I get in the in the booth with this woman, and I like stink. I stink so bad. And I'm like, just apologise, going, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we get people like you all the time. I'm like, what's happening to people like me? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I've been running. And it, like, you know, I'm like, I've got like tracksuits on and stuff, but it's like, of course, I'm not far away from some pretty darrow areas. So it's like, yeah, of course they get people in tracksuits on. They haven't been running though. They've been like dealing meth and buying meth That's and it. stuff like you're that. You're there sweating, you're in a tracksuit. They think you don't want the vaccine. You're just a big fan of the needle. Just anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Sign me up. I haven't, I'm down. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read the, the, the fine print. I'm just, I'm just in for a jab of any form. It'll feel good. So, that's crazy to think that some people are addicted to the needle. <laughs> yeah, treating it like a safe injecting room, just being like, hey, it's not okay. While, while you're down there, I've, yeah, yeah. I've brought my own little vial along with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more of a spoon and a lighter, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just thinking that it's like a safe haven for anything like that. So there's people doing lines in there as well while yeah, they're yeah, there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, you can just do whatever. Yeah, it's don't a safe you? In- this is like it's a safe this is international room. waters for drugs. Yeah, you can't get more of a safe injecting room than the vaccination clinic. It's yeah. a safe <laughs> just, just sucking on a big old bong in there. Fuck, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I went there. I got the, I got the first dose, and then, like. I, I, you know, I felt fine. Jogged, jogged home. I was like, man. And then, you know, then I get the bit of competitiveness in me. I'm get, I get home and I'm hearing all these stories about everyone else suffering, and I'm like, yeah. I'm actually feeling better. I'm actually feeling better than usual. I've like, you know, I'm, I can take this. I could probably do with another couple of doses, to be honest. Like, I'm <laughs> fine. Like, let's see how many doses I could cop before I feel sick. And so I, I was good all day. Like, to, right towards the end of the day, I felt a little tiny little bit of pain in my arm. And that was it. I was like, fuck, I, I've, I fucking clocked this. And then I went to bed. And then I reckon 
I lay in bed for th- – I was like a waking coma. I laid in bed for three <laughs> hours and I just – not only could I not get to sleep, I, I, there wasn't even a possibility of getting to sleep. There wasn't even a uh, – but I wasn't even uncomfortable or whatever. It was just I – was, I was just like in a waking coma, just lying in bed for three hours going, well, this is my life from now on. I'm a person that doesn't sleep. I just lie in bed <laughs> all night, every I gotta night. I've got to say, this isn't a side effect I've heard of at any point with AstraZeneca. It sounds like yeah. sounds like you're accusing them of injecting you with a Red Bull or something. <laughs> yeah. But I, know, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't know. What, so th- I was just lying there without even – you know when you can't get to sleep and you get really annoyed and you sort of toss and turn or whatever? Yeah. I was, it was like one of those – um, sensory deprivation tanks. I just laid in the same spot for three hours whilst being awake and just going, "This is just what I do now." I just, I'm just like in an, a live coffin. I'm just lying still with my eyes open, just thinking about not even that much. So then it, I, I looked at the clock and it was like half past three in the morning, and I was like, "Right, I've got a child. It's going to wake up probably in two, two and a half hours." I was like, "I reckon it's probably in my best interest to try to get to sleep now." So I was sitting there, and you know, you know that that great trick when you try to get to sleep. Yes. So I'm sitting there, willing, willing sleep on, counting sheep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, counting sheeple. And um, I was, I was sitting there thinking, "Fuck, how do I do this?" And then I'm thinking, "Well, I've been here for three hours awake. This, this dose, this vaccine has obviously done this to me. This is some sort of side effect. So even if I get to sleep." I wonder what's going to happen. Like, surely it, it's going to be weird. And then I started thinking, what's the worst? I bet I'm going to have nightmares. What's the worst thing I can think of that I'm going to think about in my in my dreams? And I was like, right, the worst nightmares tactic. I ever have. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just exactly. prep the mind, get it ready, yeah. give it some... Man. Give your brain, give your subconscious a bit of inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I just, I just, you know, got the writer's room into, ac- into yeah. action. And then I just thought my, my worst nightmares are always like just ex-girlfriends and old relationships and stuff like that and then somehow like coming back or unfinished business. Wait, with, that's the that worst sort of thing. thing you can think of is like ex-girlfriends. It's not like ghouls with heads missing that are going to come eat you. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, how are they going to eat me if they don't have heads for starters? So, yeah, I can think of worse stuff than that. <laughs> no, but I never, I never dream, dream about stuff like that. I'm, a, I'm only saying like this is the worst thing I ever dream of. I don't have science fiction dreams or anything like that's that's the worst thing I dream of. Like that, like old relationships and stuff like that. So I'm thinking about that, going well. Now that I've got that clear in my head, I've decided that that is the last thing that I want to happen from now on. Cue three hours of nightmares about old relationships and ex-girlfriends and unfinished business and all that sort of stuff. I'm going fucking nuts. Like I kept, I kept dreaming and then waking up and then dreaming and going, fuck, I hope I don't have another one of them and then having another one of them. And I'm like, fuck this, this is, this, this drug, this, this vaccine is like, I I started to get why the anti-vaxxers are like that. Like I get it. You guys out there that don't want the jab. Like if, if you're going in with some troubles in your ex relationships, maybe, you know, maybe push it back a while, maybe push it back a few years. I reckon until you get that resolved in your head, until you fix those, those relationships in some way. Carl, you're wearing a hat. We can see you're wearing a hat. Is the end of this story going to be, you pull the hat off and you've shaved your head in the middle of the night because you couldn't sleep. (laughs) 
I need to get the bad memories out. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. And, and also, look, the one little part of the, the, the story that I didn't include that I realised halfway through the night when I couldn't sleep is I did have a full 1.25 litre bottle of Pepsi at about 10 o'clock at night. So then I, is, I started not blaming the vaccine halfway through the like night, a, to be honest. This is a 10-year-old at a sleepover, just like <laughs> – <laughs> Sugary drink before bed, the fear about never being able to get to sleep. So are you are we to believe that the is this is is this what you're saying essentially that the worst nightmares you've ever had are just about ex girlfriends? Those are the worst yes. like sleep nightmares you've ever had. Yes. So you've never had yes. a like someone's chasing you with a knife, you're on a plane no. that's crashing. Really? No. Really? Yes. That yes. is So you're wild. like you're when you're yeah. like trying to run in a dream and you can't move and you're trying to run it's just from an ex while they're talking to you. Doesn't Yeah, no, no, no. No, I can't move because I'm trying to chase the ex and she's running and I'm just I can't run. That's the nightmare. I'm like, take me back. So Carl Chandler's in the dream, he's on the plane, the plane's going down, the you know, the oxygen masks are falling from the from the um roof of the plane. Um, you're you're like you're not fussed at all, and then the girl sitting next to you goes, "I think we should talk." And then that's when it yeah. becomes, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when you're waking yeah. up in the cold sweat at that yeah. moment, right? Exactly. Right. I don't I don't want to die whilst being dumped. Oh, yeah, that's, absolutely. I'm starting to yeah. think your ex girlfriend's uh, nightmares are much scarier than yours. <laughs> 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 yeah, Carl has nightmares about them leaving. They have nightmares about him coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't. The rule is you can't get an AVO if you're in a dream. Like you can't be stalked if you're in a dream. Okay, so yeah. th- nothing can happen to me. Carl turning up as Freddy Krueger in people's dreams and being like, "Can we just talk? Like, give me another chance." <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a lot of that going on last night, Tommy. There was a lot of that sort of stuff going on. <laughs> wow. And were these were these like were these like kind of um. Based on like were they were these kind of like true to life ex relationships that you were dreaming or was it kind of like fictionalized amalgamation of like a couple of different ones or like how you know how realistic were they? No, they're pretty realistic. The the wow. the, the, the real people involved. <laughs> there the were there were dreams about stuff I never did. I was going through people's mail at different stages. There was a lot of a lot of um, mail sifting. Going through a lot mail. Of, um, yeah, I don't know what wow. the fuck was going on. But 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 let's be clear. Let's be clear that I blame this all on Pfizer. This is not my own actions. This is the, the yeah, good yeah. people at Pfizer have, have, have done this. I'm not responsible for any. Yeah, any so of that go behavior. get vaccinated. Um, get that done. It's a, it's a, yeah, look, it's an important. Yeah, I had, I had my second dose of Pfizer on Friday and uh, on Saturday. Had the chills, had the nausea, had it, you know, it was copping it pretty bad and thought, God, it doesn't get any worse than this. But yeah, at least all the exes were staying. <laughs> Locked away yeah. in the deep recesses of the brain where oh, they belong. Get, yeah, exactly. Give me that, Tommy. Whatever, yeah. whatever dose you got, I'll have that for the second so this, jab. Thanks. I don't want yeah. this. To, this, this one two liters of Pepsi that you were drinking. Were you one point two five liters? Thank you. So did you go get like four cups of of Pepsi one after the other? Okay. Yes. And no point. Yes. You were like, yes. I reckon I'm full of Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, yes. I, there was a point, and that was at the end of the Pepsi. Okay. There was that point right at the end where I felt more more acid than man just before I went to sleep. But I haven't done this for a long time. I haven't had 
like cola before I go to bed for a long time. And you know, you know those times when you do things. <laughs> you're an adult and you learn. What do you mean a long time? Like forty something years because you learn that it keeps you awake. <laughs> no, but you know how sometimes you just need to re. You know, you need to hit the books again. That's what I did last night. You yeah, know, yeah. like you wouldn't know all your algebra right now. You need to sort. You need a bit of a refresher course. Well, that's what I did last night. Primer. I was refreshed by the by the Pepsi, but yeah. I did get the refresher course as well. So I won't do that again for. A little while, especially yep. it's not a good cocktail, Pepsi and Pfizer. I wouldn't don't mix your your drinks like that. What I made I you drink the Pepsi like last night? You know that thing where you like haven't had something for a long time. Like I feel like once a year I'll get Pizza Hut. Just I know it's no you good. Check in, but yeah. Yeah. you just yeah you yeah. got to check in. You got to yep. check in. Yep. You got you, you get that little little sort of like something bad for you, a little booty call, a little. You know, something – but you just do it once a year and that's okay. Well, that's, that's what I felt like last night. I haven't had Pepsi in forever and now I reckon I'll go another two to three years without, without Were you one of those it. teenagers okay. who drunk like a four-litre bottle of Coke just walking around? No, I hated those people. No, I hated yeah. those people, okay. Danielle. Just the 1.25 I live for the you. guy. I live for the – yeah, yeah. That's the limit. The gentleman serving, yeah. The only yeah, difference yeah. between you and them is a glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mug, thank you. A mug. Yeah. That's, That's so I, much worse I live somehow. with a guy. I live with a guy like that that would keep a three-litre bottle of like Coke under the seat in like a share house, under the couch. He'd just be sitting there and he'd dig his hand under and just pull out a three-litre and it would be there for days. I'm like, this makes me fucking sick. Oh, awesome. Wants the convenience of the little bar fridge but doesn't have the money to get it. And so it's, it's flat. Like the next best thing under the couch cushions. <laughs> yeah, <flat>. exactly. <laughs> yeah. What about teens who have um, three litres of Pfizer a day? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to keep it rolling. I want to have those bad yeah. dreams. What about you, Danielle? Yeah. Do you have a? Do you have any bad nightmares or anything? Any weird? Th- are you? Have you had the vax yet? No, I'm booked in for it, but I haven't had it yet. But my family, are, I don't know, they're not keen. Well, I mean, my mum is. She's had it, and so is her partner. Oh, but my nana and yes. granddad aren't. Um, nana's nana doesn't know what's happening because she went to a doctor and she had breast cancer like two years ago and her doctor said don't get the Pfizer because uh, it can make your boobs bigger. <laughs> Which I, what? I don't know if that's okay, real. three doses for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mentioned yeah. before I'd had the Pfizer. I probably didn't need to say that because you guys can probably tell from the big natties that you can see in the Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just um, – sorry, guys. I'm just rebooking my wife's second dose right now as we speak. I think we might change from the AZ, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't have the login. Okay. She reckons she's going to get AstraZeneca now, but um, Grandad thinks it's all um, – he, he sort of thinks it's um, uh, an experiment – um, and so he's not keen on it. Um, and uh, okay, also, right. apparently, one of their friends, who's a twin, um, got the AstraZeneca and then um, about 12, 14 days later had a stroke. And um, she thinks that that's related to the AstraZeneca because um, they have 
like I said, they're a twin and the other twin didn't get vaccinated and did not have a stroke. And oh. out of <laughs> out of the two twins, the one who had the stroke seems like they would be healthier. So that's Orton Anna reckons. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. okay. So did you did do they know what they what the twin drank before they had the the sh- <laughs> the, the the vaccine? Yeah, one point two five liters they, Pepsi. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, okay, all right. I think right. I think there should be a lot more, you know, anti-soda people out there than anti-vax. I think I think we're finding out the real problem here. So the rest of the family, where do they stand on the vax? Are they because yeah, we've we've if this might this might be some people's first time listening to the show or hearing you on the show, Danielle. We've talked a lot about your family history on the program before. Also, run me through the run me th- through the thought process of okay, if your grandma's had breast cancer and then they said your breasts get bigger, that. That doesn't mean the the. How does that work? Like that doesn't mean the apparently cancer it's gets got bigger. something that, to do the with the nodes, gone, isn't it? Like I don't know if the nodes get bigger. Like, I don't. I looked it up, and it doesn't seem to be a scientific study. It seems to be a a lady <laughs> on TikTok has said her boobs have gotten bigger, and somehow that's filtered to the doctor, and the doctor has told my nana that her boobs are going to get uh, bigger. What's her TikTok handle? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually I think I, I think I I think I saw a video about this on RedTube, not on TikTok. But yeah, it's under ring a bell. Yeah. Oh, that'll be great in a few years' time. Coronavirus the porn parody. <laughs> yeah. there's, a whole, there's a whole scene. There's a whole scene about the Pfizer jab making your boobs bigger. But uh where does yeah. the uh where does the rest of the family stand on the on the vax and the uh and, and the pandemic in general, Danielle? So your your granddad, Danielle, for, for stars your granddad, now that you've talked about him before now this this man who thinks that it's all an experiment this is also the man that records all of the information he needs to remember on white goods he writes it all down on fridges and freezers things that he needs to remember that's right that's 100 correct um there's a big sign on one of the fridges that says no vaccine for me (laughs) (laughs) um yeah everybody else is keen on it um they've had it done um but not Nana and Granddad. No, my mum's partner though. He's um he's big into the vaccines and stuff. But we got into an argument when I was up there, not about the vaccine, but over the fact that he. So we both. Okay, so I said aliens exist, and he said aliens exist too. But the argument that we had. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on! I love the I, I love this side of your family where you're the voice of reason and you open with aliens exist <laughs> and it gets weirder from here. Love it. So we're talking about aliens, and then no, my mum's partner. The argument we had was that I said aliens exist, and if they exist, then they've probably been to Earth, and then he says that aliens definitely exist, but they've never been to Earth. Right. Right. Because okay. and he the reasoning for that is that So who are we barracking for with this one? Who, obviously who, 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 me. <laughs> okay, right. Cause if they exist, why wouldn't they have been here? I don't know. He reckons that they definitely don't have the technology to come to Earth and that in all the movies he's seen about aliens and stuff, why are they things that his brain can comprehend? Right, okay. Okay. But they're right. movies that yeah. we made. Anyway, that was something yeah. that annoyed me <laughs> recently. Yeah. I've been thinking about it for a month yeah. straight. It's yeah. the only stimulus I've yeah. had since coming back. It, yeah, yeah. Well, any any argument is good as you if you completely base it on something that is on record made up. <laughs> it is an actual – that's why it's called science fiction. <laughs> 
Well, talking about uh, talking about the getting the jabs and everything. Now we've been we've been we've been cracking wise on the show recently about uh, you know, getting the jab and people making the joke on social media about how it gives you about how you've now got five G. Um, so guys, I just want to say. Uh, thank, thank you for, I, I can't tell what it's like on, on your end, but, uh, I've mentioned this on the show before. I've moved house not that long ago and I have shocking internet in this new house. It's made doing the pod very difficult. My, uh, my modem here is like a, a modem with just like a 4G SIM card in it. It's, it's fucking dog shit. So I called up a internet company yesterday to try and get 5G home internet and, um, that's happening. So that's coming in tomorrow. Uh, so this will be the last time I have to um, put up with this shitty connection. I hope it's been okay. But um, so yeah, got the five G coming. I've officially got five G coming into the house. And this phone, this internet company I called up there. I won't name them, but they're a phone provider. And I was talking to the guy, and he gets it all set up. And then he goes, "I can just see in the system here that um, you uh, you used to be a customer uh, with us a little while ago. You you terminated your account in two thousand eighteen. Um." Why was that? And I go, oh, I left to go to a competitor because I was traveling a lot overseas at the time and you guys don't have very good global roaming stuff and this other company did. So I just moved over to them because of that. And this was, I thought this was a fucking insane piece of upselling, just masterful stuff. He goes, could I convince you to sign back up with us today, potentially? And I go, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not really interested in changing my mobile phone plan. I'm pretty happy with the people that I'm with. And he goes, yeah, but you said you signed up with them because of their global roaming and... When's the next time you're going to be going overseas? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, there's not a lot of argument back to that, is yeah. there? <laughs> Great. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, I guess let's give me the spiel, mate. I kind of can't yeah. even run anywhere. I just ended up having yeah. to hang up. I was like, I'm, I'm just I'm too scared to – he's got me into a corner here. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyone who anyone who works in sales works in commish. Try and, um, if you can try and wedge – Wedge some kind yeah. of uh, pandemic-induced mm-hmm. kind of gear into your uh, into your sales pitches. That's the trick. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, yeah, I wonder if I wonder if um, anyone's got. Yeah, I wonder how much global roaming is actually happening at the moment. Oh, I guess everyone else, <laughs> everyone else is like open now, isn't it? It's only Australia that's really not open, isn't it? Yeah, more or less. I think. I mean, certain parts of the world, I guess, you're still pretty locked up, but yeah. They're having a yeah. they're having a good old time over there in Europe at the moment. Are you guys in deep lockdown in Melbourne? Well, yeah. well, well, it's not it's not the lockdown like you guys have got up in Sydney. We we we're, we're actually you know things are shut. Um, <laughs> so you, can you go clubbing in the lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean we've done you know we did the big one last year and we're we're in you know another you know ending up being a slightly longer one than we all thought at the moment and um i just i'm gonna do this as a public service announcement because we've you know a lot of us here in melbourne and i'm sure other parts of the world too we've we've burned through a lot of stuff on netflix you know you kind of rapidly running out of things to keep yourself occupied and uh, in my old apartment i couldn't really see I, i was kind of i couldn't i didn't really feel like i could see many other people around me i couldn't really see many other apartments from uh from from where i was but now in this new house, we've got a lot of like apartment buildings around us. It's all pretty crammed in. We can kind of see our neighbours out there a lot. And um, the other night, my girlfriend was in the kitchen uh, getting some ice cream while we, she was while we were watching a movie. And from the kitchen window, she goes, "Oh my god, I can see two people doing it doggy style in the window of one of these apartment buildings." So I, 
I run over to get a look, and by the time I get there, enough time has elapsed where they've realised, this couple has realised, oh, we're too close to the window, we've got to back it up. So, look, if you're out there, if you're in a lockdown in one of these cities and you've got these exhibitionist tendencies, just just hang out near the window and do what you got to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. there's people that have run out of things to watch, they've run out of video games to play, they, but, they need a bit of gossip in the household. Having... Having said that, don't do it too often because you don't want to run the risk of that happening again and you getting up and going, oh, fuck, I've seen this one. (laughs) Do do, do another position. Do something else. Mix it up. Stand in the window. One of you's dressed as Joe Exotic. The other's dressed as Carol Baskin. Do do window rooting theme nights, you know? What's wrong with anal? What's wrong with you guys? I did love getting the call to arms from my girlfriend and specifically the position getting called out as well. I like that. If she just said... I can see a bit of missionary happening in the window. I don't know if I would have bothered getting off the couch, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> I was I was over there like a bat out of hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do like the, I do like the term. I do like the term. I can see two people doing a doggy style. Oh, not just the one, not just the old, yeah. the old solitaire doggy style. Jerked off earlier. Just, just, jerked off doggy style yeah. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I jerked off like a dog would jerk off. You know, like that. That's happening in the window right now, Tommy. Go and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> I um well, Danny, are you t- you you talking about your your grandma and your granddad? So you, I, I believe that. So you said you'd just been up there to see them a while back. Yeah. Now, was this a research trip? Does, does this does this um is this ringing a bell properly in my own head? Did you go up there as research for some sort of book or some sort of maybe recording or something? Because I think you said to me you wanted to. Your granddad is so full of like all this, these these crazy memories and crazy stories that you want to get them all down before before you know he he forgets them or, or whatever. Is, is this what this trip was for? Yeah, I wanted to video him and get him to tell me all his stories and stuff. And when I got up there, he'd already started writing his autobiography um, and gave me that. Like how many fridges is that? It's honestly <laughs> less than the fridges, which is crazy. <laughs> and so, so much information that I was like, I don't need that information. What I need is like more stuff about you. He told me how deep the well was. In his book, and and right. that took like half a yeah. page, and then there was no information on Nana. It was like I met a girl from Tully, and that's my wife. Right, <laughs> right. I can't wait for this book to be released. Yeah, in four formats: audio book, paperback, hardcover, and Westinghouse. That's gonna be yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. also not as well. It's not as big as a freezer, so it's probably on a toaster or something like that. Right. Yeah. He also had um. At the start of the book, he wrote, like, um, Baz's autobiography. Um, and then the year right. he started, he wrote, like, 1952, which is not the year he was born, but it's when his memories start. So he, he wrote okay. it from right, right. when his memories start to now. And yeah. um, So what age is that then? What like age four? did his memories start? Like four years old. <laughs> right, okay. okay. Well, that seems right. like a bit of a shame. There might have been a few things happened before that. But anyway, yeah. okay, I guess they're lost forever. <laughs> exactly. And then um, <laughs> on the inside, the first page of the book is a map of his childhood house because he wanted it to be like a fantasy novel where you get a map of where things happen <laughs> cool at the start cool. of the book <laughs> um yeah and and i imagine i imagine in country queensland in 1952 it's quite an elaborate map there must have been quite a mansion out on the farmstead would have been like 
one room with a hole in the in the corner or something to shit in. Surely. Yeah, I think it was it was three rooms because there was nine children, two adults, um, and it everything about it. I love I love reading it because he goes like, um, we were sent out. We'd go out for the day and we'd go catch fish in little tins and then like kill rabbits we caught with knives. And once we got older, we were allowed to take the rifle with us around six. <laughs> You're a man now. It's rifle time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nicer for babies. Yeah. What? So is is that the is that the official name of the of the autobiography? Baz's autobiography, or is that just a working title? No, that's what he's written, and biography is spelt with an F instead of a PH. Right, okay, great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's good. It's it's yeah. only yeah. up to just when he got married so far. So I left it there for him to continue writing. Um. And every I've noticed. Oh, it's unreleased. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. I'm yeah. sort of his editor at the moment, so we go backwards and <laughs> oh, forwards, great. like expand on that a bit. Less details on measurements. Up to you, but I'd I'd work on the title, but that's up to you. I don't want to tell you how to be a how to be an editor. Yeah, I mean, or at the very least, um, the spelling of the title, sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, he also yeah. Um, when I was up there, one of my favorite things that happened was um. Uh, we were sitting around the campfire, having a, having a nice campfire, and my cousin asked him to play the harmonica for us. And um, Granddad said, "All right, go get me the harmonica." And then my cousin came back and he'd pulled the harmonica out of its sheath and handed my granddad the unsheathed harmonica. And then my granddad started yelling at him and said, you never touch another man's harmonica. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. That's the book title. That's the book title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never touch another man's harmonica. Shades of Tim Allen never stand too close to a naked man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. But he can't even play the harmonica. Yeah, that's a that's a genuine good book title. Lead with that, I reckon. Get, yeah. Is there is there any in your in your um in your uh, opinion as the editor? Is there any you know if if you if Baz was going to sort of leak out his book to say a Saturday newspaper, a weekend newspaper, you know they pull out uh, like the best story or something that's going to grab some attention. Is there anything in there that that would uh, make it into the Courier Mail on a weekend up there at oh, the yeah. moment? Or yeah, I reckon I reckon partly that story I've told you before about the man in the middle of the road um but there's another story that he talks about um about his so my nana's uncle's son um i don't know what that is what is that my nana's uncle's son whatever friend a family member they lived on the same property um and uh the a friend of the the family member um his wife um the landowner had a crush on her and so he would like come around and try and flirt with her and one day he was over there flirting with her and our family member got home and um they got into a fight him and the landowner and the landowner went and got an axe and started saying like I'm gonna kill you and then um, Nana and Grandad and everybody heard the commotion from their property and came up and they started wrestling the axe off him and then just threw it into the bushes and then they were like, go home, go home, go home. And then um, the guy went and got a gun out of his car and came back and um, they started then trying to wrestle the gun. Hang on, was the guy like six years old then? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, seven. That's gun age. Seven's gun. Seven, yeah. Right. Right, okay. Um, and so uh, the family member and the guy who wanted to kill him both started pulling the gun upwards, and Granddad started pulling the gun downwards. And apparently, that they shouldn't have all three gotten in the scuffle. And um, yeah, then uh, my the family member's ankle got shot off, and. And then when they all tell this story, because I heard my mum tell this story too, Grandad and my mum both said that his wife started screaming and they were all like, anyway, the wife, she was being hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like that um, he constantly has more weapons in the car. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so then after that he went and got his um, throwing stars. (laughs) Um, yeah anyway yeah for for some reason whenever i ask any of these stories because granddad's got like eight stories that all end in like pretty big crimes um i'm like did you tell the police and he's always like nah i didn't tell the police can't nah don't no don't get the police involved and then that's why my mum went to boarding school because she was worried that man was going to come back and murder everybody so oh wow (laughs) (laughs) didn't even want any higher education didn't want to get a job just needed protection yeah she said she used to sleep under her bed after that happened and um (laughs) <laughs> the, the perfect crime, the perfect yeah. disguise. You I come mean, in. The, that's what that's what murderers always do. Is they come in, they check the top of the bed. <laughs> if no one's there, they walk out. They never think to check under it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, a guy coming back to murder is pretty scary, but it's nothing compared to an ex girlfriend coming back into your life. I mean, exactly. Shit, exactly. shit up, come on. Yeah, and this is this is back. Your your grandma probably never even tasted Pepsi back then. So these are these are the good old days. Some people have real traumas they're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Was was the wife flirting back, or it was unreciprocated flirting? Well, I mean, they say it was unreciprocated flirting, but, you know, you never know, do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it's just one yeah. word against the other. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty over when uh, he shot the ankle off. Like, that was, it was pretty done. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's... that's a boner killer for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a deal breaker and an ankle breaker. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm I'm speaking of family. I'm I'm very loath to talk about this stuff on the show, but because um, I, I, I you know I've always been scared of being the person who has a kid and then comes and goes. Oh, my baby did the darndest thing. So I try and I try and keep away from all that sort of stuff. But so my 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 little daughter blanket is as we call her on the show. Um, so she's like like a, a fun age at the moment. Is what that's what people always tell me. They'll say, how old is your kid? I'll be like two and a half. Oh, that's a fun age. Don't people call that the terrible twos? Oh, yeah, I guess as well. Yeah, I guess people don't know what the fuck's going on. But that's <laughs> I get both of those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but the good thing is that they're learning a lot right at the moment. They're like little sponges. They're, 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 you know, she's learning a lot. You'll say stuff. She'll hear it. And and bank it away, and then and then bring it up again, like two days later or whatever. So it's it's fun to see what what she'll come up with. Now, I I got very excited this week. The reason I bring it up is I got very excited because you know you, you, now I'm getting to this point where where she'll she'll say stuff, and I'll be like, oh fuck, is that 
is that ahead of her reading age or is that ahead of like what what she should be doing at the moment like if i got a fucking genius like what what i i never really know what they're supposed to be doing i don't i don't have a chart of like when they're supposed to have conversations or when they're supposed to be able to you know climb up on the bed or when they're supposed to do anything i don't know whether she's ahead or behind and i always think fuck i should check this up but i i, I don't know how to check it up but yeah uh, uh 2 days ago she was sitting to the table and she turned to me and said, and she'd never said, said this phrase before. She said, Daddy, what's the time? And I just laughed and I was like, what the f- – what do you need to know the time for? Where are you, where, what have you got on? Like, yeah. what, what are you late for? Nothing. Yeah. Shitting your pants. Yeah. So I, just, I got a tea I just party laughed. with uh, Polly Pocket to get to. Come on, yeah, come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like she doesn't even watch free to air TV. She's not missing out. She's it's all Netflix, so yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. she even needs to know any of that sort of stuff. Oh no, she thinks Coco Melon's on at a specific time. She doesn't know. She doesn't yeah. quite know the ins and outs of how streaming work. Oh no, no, no. She knows Coco Melon's on whenever she screams for it. Don't worry. Yeah, okay, that's that's not right, it. Right. She's she's a she's a big one on that one. Um, so I I just laughed. She goes, "What's Daddy? What's the time?" I just laughed. And then she points to our clock and then says, it's three o'clock. And it is dead on three o'clock. And I'm like, what the f- I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, it's, she's two and a half. I'm like, this is fucking insane. This is not what people, what, what kids know at, at, like, two and a half. Like, I'm, I'm positive I didn't know how to read Roman numeral clock until I was in, I don't know, grade three or something. Oh, big like, boast. My- He's got the Roman numeral clock in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Daddy, it's I, I, I o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't even have one of them. I have a, like a clock that has nothing on it. It's just got the hands. Oh, uh, yeah, So I'm okay. like, yeah. how fucking smart is my kid? It does, she's not even dealing with any of the Roman numerals. She's, she's dealing with the fucking simplistic clock that you read after you've learnt the Roman numerals and you work backwards and you're cool yeah. with it. Yeah. That's... That that's a that's a clock I got from Lawrence Mooney as a wedding present when we put on the invitation. Um, please give money into our well for our honeymoon as cash. And in his words, Lawrence Mooney said, "I'll fucking give you whatever I want," and then gave us a clock. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. By the way, when you say Roman numerals, do you mean you mean just like numbers, right? Because Roman numerals are like, you know, I X I I I I V. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see, but, but okay. So the but the default <laughs> clock is like the numbers. It's like one, two, uh, three. That's Carl's default. You're not start as a child. You're starting off on Roman <laughs> numerals. Well, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit older than you, Tommy. So that's that's actually what I did start off on. So uh, welcome to episode MMXI um, IV of the little dum dum club. <laughs> then my child pointed at the sundial and she said, "Daddy, yeah. it's three." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that actually would be better if she was pointing at play school and going, "Oh, three o'clock, Daddy." She's oh, memorized yeah. the TV guide before she's learned how clocks work. Absolutely. That would be actually be pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. So she, so I'm, so she's done that, and I'm thinking. I've quickly thought. I reckon I was in grade two, grade three at least before I figured out like Roman numerals and, and how clocks work without seeing digital. I remember definitely being like, show me digital or, 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 or fuck off clocks. I'm not, I'm not interested. This is too hard. I think, how the fuck has she picked this up at two and a half? And I'm like, I ring my mum, I ring my wife. I'm like, this is what she's just done. Like, this is insane. My mum gets so excited. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, you've got to get, you've got to get vision. 
You've got to get vision of this again. Like, send me a video of this. <laughs> You've got to get vision. Yeah. I love. <laughs> it's also just like her dad's just chugging Pepsi in bed and then wondering why he can't sleep. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. this kid's already smarter than you. Of race to genius. <laughs> hey, it's I've learned. I learned last night that eleven o'clock is not Pepsi o'clock, so I'm learning stuff as well. I'm all right. You're both tired. So, so like good with time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're studying the clock at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yes. Man, I got a good look at the clock last night. Fucking hell. Three is a busy uh, hour in the Chandler household. Doesn't rec- doesn't matter if it's a.m. or p.m. Stuff's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mum's like, I oh, get a video of it, so you know, so you can send it to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? I can't, I can't. Like by that time, it's like 3:30. I'm like, I'm not going to test test her out on, you know. Halves, you know, clearly, yeah, yeah. yeah. She give her the easy ones, give her the o'clocks and whatever. So I wait till four o'clock, and I'm like, and I'm like, here we go, you know. I'm sitting, I'm literally sitting there wasting my time and busying her, and yeah, you know, this is such a lockdown activity, just staring at the clock, waiting for the big answer. I like that you call spending time with her busying. I'm busying myself until it's time to talk to her. Uh, yeah. It's killed a few hours, hasn't it? So I spent time with my child until the clock struck IV. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise I've been staring at a clock for 24 hours now, apparently. I'm just the AMs, the PMs. So... <laughs> So I'm 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 like give her an o'clock, you know don't fuck around. So I'm 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 keeping her up. She's it's nap time and she's right. wanting to go to bed. I'm like no no no, let's hang out a little bit more. No no no. Have so some then Pepsi. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> do what Daddy did, and um, then I go great. We'll get we'll get the tape of it, and uh, it gets to four o'clock. What's the time? What, oh, what's the time? Three o'clock. I'm like no no no. What's the time? Three o'clock. So anyway. Over the next day, I've now realised that she does not know how to tell the time. She's learnt the phrase, it's three o'clock. Three o'clock, right. And she just says it's three o'clock for everything. She just happened to pull it out at absolutely the best possible time, (laughs) absolutely out of her ass at three o'clock. I've rung everyone I know to tell them that my kid's a genius. Genius, yeah. My kid's a fucking idiot. She she thinks it's three o'clock everywhere at all times. This is like the saying of broken clocks right twice a day. Your kid's the broken clock. Yeah, broken blankets right twice a day. So you woke her up at uh, 3 a.m. to get the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had nothing better to do. I was already up. I might as well get someone else up to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I just want to quickly say this. So, uh, yeah, one last thing, Aaron. The the last time you were on a, a not a not live episode of this, um, we were in the park, and it was, I believe, it was the introduction of me. Uh, launching my cameo account and doing the right. uh, the bad impressionist as my. We were uh, outside the stadium, or as Carl would call it, the Coliseum. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Probably not far off. Yeah. Uh, so, Daniel, yeah, I had a cameo account. Or I have a cameo account um, where, yeah, I, I'm 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 good at bad impressions. So I thought I'm going to start a cameo account. And no one, you know, people put in requests for me to do impressions. No one can get shitty when they're awful impressions because, you know, it's, it's, it, it does what it says on the tin. You know, I kind of thought 
this is like the perfect workaround, uh, you know, me not being very good at impersonating people. And I did it for a bit, but I started to kind of feel like I was, I don't know, like kind of scamming people, I guess, like cause I was getting money for it. And then I was just getting a lot of people be like, you know, can you just do one of Nick Capper or whatever? And I was just, I just <laughs> literally was spending my whole day sitting in my apartment at one point. Was that before or after he beat you at the ad? That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you should have done a better impression of Nick Kappa at the audition and you yeah, would have earned even more money. Yeah, it was before, so that's depressing, yeah. Um, also, I love the idea that that was the majority of your, your requests. At one stage, you became a Nick Kappa impressionist full-time. Be- yeah, that's almost basic. That's what the account turned into full-time. In, in lockdown, that's how you're making your most of your money. Comedy's disappeared. You're just impersonating Nick Kappa. Yeah. But so what I thought I would do, because, yeah, we're, we're back in lockdown. Uh, you know, you, there's not as many people rooting in their windows as I would like. We need things to do. I thought I'm going to bring the account back for one day. I'm going to reactivate it for one day. And all the requests I get, I'm going to donate the money to charity. Um, so get on there, make some requests, get some bad impressions done. And then What's yeah, the date? I'll give all the money for the date. So I reckon... What do you think? I was thinking this Sunday is enough notice for like after this comes out for people to have heard this and uh, and get around it. What do you think? Is that too soon? That's Sunday the 22nd. Sunday, August the 22nd. I think that's enough time. What do you reckon? That's enough time to get this sure. out and people to people yeah. to get around to it. I'll have the account on for that day. Uh, send through send through whatever you want. Uh, send through a person. If you can give me like a person and then kind of something that they're railing off about and um yeah i'll 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 do them all danielle can do you want to request like a like look, we need a bit of a sizzle give me, we need give, a bit me of give me a little a, bit of training here yeah i'd like you to request um an act out of what you saw your neighbors doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah can you what about nick capper doing doggy style in, oh, okay. in the window over from but, your house okay who's he who's he doing doggy style with oh jenny your choice Again, you've got to be specific in these requests, guys. You've yeah. got to tell me like what which positions each each participant is Nick, in. You've what about all the um, Nick Kappa doing both positions? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Nick Kappa fucking Nick Kappa. Classic, <laughs> classic <laughs> impression. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! I'm loving being fucked like a dog. Yeah, I'm. I'm also. I'm loving fucking you like a little dog. Woof woof. Yeah. I'm. Oh, oh boy. I'm loving being bent over and being rooted like a little dog. Oh yeah. This is. Oh, being a dog is an improvement on how I normally smell. There you go. That, that's, that's the Does what it says on the go. tin. Yeah, Does yeah. what it says and, on the and tin. And what's, what's your email address for the invoice to go to, Danielle, just so we know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Sunday, August the 22nd. Uh, yeah, send me send me your requests. I'll get them done. I'll, and I'll try and I'll try and recreate some of the best ones uh, on the next Yeah. On the next. Ho- I mean, hopefully, just, that's just my opinion, the more people – the more, the more doggy style with Nick Kappa rooting someone in it, the better, in my humble opinion. Okay, that, sure. It's you okay, you yeah. pick, you pick yeah. the celeb <laughs> who's rooting Nick Kappa doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> so all this, um, all this rooting chat has um, reminded me of something that happened when I was at home that was not, it was not good. Uh oh. Which was um. Uh oh. This better not be another grandpa story. <laughs> no. I- <laughs> I got like a infe- I had like a wisdom teeth tooth coming through and it was bad and I had to start taking antibiotics and I had to take them heaps a day and uh because my mum used to shove tablets down my throat like I was a dog when I was a kid because I couldn't swallow <laughs> <laughs> because 
I couldn't swallow tablets. Now that's the only way I can swallow tablets. So I have to like put the tablet between my fingers and shove it right down my throat. And yeah, just make sure your hand doesn't scrape on the cone that you've got around your neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my auntie came down to visit and um, she walked in and saw me doing it and then she started calling me because I have to get quite far down. She started calling me knuckles oh deep. Oh, my God. And then... <laughs> And then, yeah, she started calling me knuckles deep for the whole time I was <laughs> up home. Great. And then she just, every time she'd talk to me, call my boyfriend a lucky boy and the whole family would just start <laughs> making me feel really uncomfortable. Fucking <laughs> And then they'd all, <laughs> I had Don't to take tablets. To I bet he, he loved it. <laughs> I, I had to take tablets every three hours and they'd crowd around and and watch oh. me do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Knuckles, old Knuckles Walker. I love yeah, this. I like it. Knuckles is a cool nickname. I, I think it is a cool nickname for a guy, but with that context for a girl, I'm not sure if it's as cool, but <laughs> still, no. I'll go with it. I'm happy Absolutely. to know someone called Knuckles. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, we better wrap it up for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Daniel Walker, Aaron Chen, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Chenny, have you got anything you'd care to plug? Nah, not a thing in the world. That's awesome. Oh. Um, you got you. You're on the socials. You're on the socials, Chenny baby. Check out the uh, the special that Aaron made last year, A Life in Questions. Thought it was uh, really really funny. That's on that's on YouTube, right? People can find that on yeah, there. That's yeah. On YouTube. Um, that was great. That was uh, really fun. Yeah, that's great. That out if you haven't seen it already. Uh, Danielle, anything you'd like to plug? you got you got a pod, don't you? you got a Bachelor um, Recaps pod? Yeah, but we stopped doing um, we stopped doing the Bachelor Recaps because we hated it. Um, and <laughs> and then um, we we keep mean like we keep going to start pods and then stuff happens and we've started to record anyway. A new podcast will be coming soon, but I, we need to figure out what it's going to be. Great. Great. Great sizzle. Yeah, Great follow Danny on the socials and uh, keep an eye on all that stuff. Uh, Sunday, August 22, get your bad impression requests ready. Guys, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates. See, see you, mates. And they've done it again. Oh, they have. They've uh, All four of them have done it. For more than the first time. You, you're right. You fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. Bernie yep. has uh, kicked a big one. He's, appropriately enough, jabbed one through the big sticks. Um, <laughs> Funnily enough, we're talking to you uh, on the episode, and, and we're doing this right after the episode. Uh, post-jab, you mentioned feeling a bit woozy because you haven't really slept. But in spite of that, I think that's the first time in recent memory that you've remembered to give us the Bernie kicking a big one up no. without any prompting. So maybe God. this has been better for your mental state. Well, no. <laughs> I've just put all my concentration efforts into like this little bit. I was like, fuck, what, how do I do this? I'm like, fuck, I'm so – like we've re- we're recording this about an hour after we recorded the, the main yeah. bit. And um, I've been holding on for dear life going, I need to fucking go to bed. It's it's just after lunch. I haven't right. had my lunch. I'm like, what do I do, lunch or sleep? or what, 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 what? So I've decided we're doing this. We're getting yep. this out and then I'm going to go to sleep. And right, I'm going right. to hope that my wife isn't having a really loud conference call on Zoom um, outside oh, yeah. the bedroom. That's, that's Her the and hope. the heads of uh – her and the heads of airlines get a bit boisterous on the teleconferencing calls, do they? Just really. Well, you know, it's uh, 
It's uh, it's people from all around the world. So you know, she, in case she does a bit of Australian speaking louder because she doesn't speak their language. You know. Oh right. I s- I said Beijing arm of this airline. We yeah, need yeah. to put some planes in the air. Right. So, so um, it's a yeah. She's having to also shout to be heard over there in Dubai. So yeah, I yeah. get it. I yeah, in uh, in the Afghanistan arm, arm, arm of the uh, airline, she said there's a yep. lot of uh, screaming and uh, things going <laughs> on. She's, she's having to yell pretty loud. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But I am just busting to get some, some shut-eye and then yep. wake up extra woozy and, you know, hopefully still have some quite vivid nightmares in between. Really good stuff, yeah. Feel mm. all the parade of X's coming out and for the second night in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also can absolutely still feel that bottle of Pepsi within me. Can just mm. just feel it rattling around <laughs> inside me. So, oh my uh, god! So just to follow up on something that I said in the episode, I'm uh, yeah, I'm going to be back on Cameo this Sunday, August the twenty second. I didn't read out the uh, URL in the actual episode proper, but cameo.com slash bad impressionist is where you can go. Sunday, I'm going to have a big full day of it. Get your requests in. Uh, yeah, let's try and uh, raise some money. I am. I didn't, again, for who? I didn't say this for, for Support Act, the um, the organisation uh, for arts based stuff. Which um, yeah, I was kind of thinking about uh, what would be a good place to give the money to. And uh, look, you know, we're very lucky with this podcast. You know, we 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 make money from it, and that's been a great help during the pandemic. And of course, thank you to everyone who pitches in on Patreon. And uh, and yeah, has has that meant that we haven't starved over the last eighteen months? Uh, so you know we're lucky. We've got this. I've got um, my other podcast as well, which I get a bit of money from. But there's plenty of like bands and other arts based people that um, yeah have been um, left without any kind of livelihood from uh, things closing down and all that. And that's all happening at the moment. So yeah, I thought that'd be a good one uh, to chip into. So yeah, if you've got if you if you're doing it hard in lockdown, if you've got a friend doing it hard in lockdown. Get them a, a cameo of um, Nick Kappa being doggy styled by Gladys Berejiklian. Um, <laughs> brighten their t- just a suggestion to spark things off. Um, so yeah, Sunday August twenty two cameo dot com slash bad impressionist and uh, yeah let's do a let's do a good thing let's raise some money. Can we can we choose the bands or the artists that the money's going to? Can we? Oh, can that's we pick- great. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder if you can. Maybe I'll try and get someone from Support Act on the on the phone and um and yeah, make a request. Who would you want to give the money to? Who's a who's a like who's a who's a band? Who's an Australian artist that you like that you're worried about them hanging up their boots at the end of the pandemic and going like I can't, you know, I can't create oh, anymore. I wonder if Coxie from the Foves is doing okay. I love the Foves, <laughs> but um he's he's like a little cockroach. He'll have found he used to write for like pornos or something like that. So he'll have found something else surely, but uh yep. yeah, I wonder if we could if we could just scour the internet and find some fucking you know, just surely there's a bunch of ABBA cover bands out there that are that are doing it hard in lockdown. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me calling up Support Act and going, I want this only to be going to cover bands because let's yeah. be honest, they need it the most. Even when gigs are on and they're back out there, they're giving over a lot of the earnings to, you know, they're not their songs. They're, they're having yeah. to give over money can to you, APRA or whoever that goes Can to. you split this between BABBA and Bjorn again? Can you can you put a fifty fifty between the two of them? <laughs> yeah, I want Kiss Troyer to get a little piece of the pie. Yeah, I saw them at Meredith yeah. once; they were great. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, who else? Who are the other? Who are the other great cover? You went to see a Wayne cover band not that long ago, didn't you? Oh yeah, oh, you know, a fair well, while ago now. But um, yeah, you know, they were they were, they were playing again very soon. And we were going to go and see them again. Weaned, mm-hmm. W E E N apostrophe D. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck. I mean, God. After, <laughs> I, I mean, I know they'd be rolling in money being a Ween cover band, but right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's also such a terrible cover band. That, like. You know, a little pun or something you always like to see, but like it's kind of the only time I really like seeing a pun is in the name of a cover band. But but calling yourself Weaned, it's like you're just basically using the band's name and then just sticking a letter on the end. Like I know it's yeah. a different word, but if you're just straight up keeping the name of the original band in there, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, what what what's the alternative? I don't know. Um, yeah, nothing nothing jumps out at me in pun Pain. pun wise. Pain. Okay, and they are, they're all in the nude the, the whole time. Right. They've all got their it's dicks a, out for the entire gig. That's that's not too bad. That's actually not mm. too bad. I mean, we need to, I'm sure they're busy playing whatever the opposite of Las Vegas is, but uh, I'm, sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they could probably do with a few shekels. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, well, what what about this? What about if we could we could hire a, a, a if, if, if we found the most the least successful cover band and we actually use some of this money to pay them to do a performance for us that'd be good oh then, okay yeah yeah, yeah. We, we do a, we get a commission yeah well what's yeah. a we'd have to would we have to kind of you and me kind of meet in the middle of a of a band that's a cover band of something that we both quite like like a yeah. a, a melbourne a kind of melbourne based because something we find funny at the very least yeah yeah okay all right, we could keep a we could keep a little sliver of this. But then then we'd um, need to then we'd need to figure out um we'd need to find a particularly out of work down on their luck cover band. You know, we don't yeah. want to like I said we can't hire Bjorn again who are million who are probably nearly they're, as rich as Abba. Right. They and they they're going to be they're going to be fine. Like they yeah. you know, a bit of downtime at the moment for sure, but like they'll be, you know, in the same way that like you know, people were like, well, cruise ships are done after this. And then there was that thing like halfway through last year. Nah, the cruise bookings are fucking through mm. the roof. Like people do mm. not give a fuck. And they fit in that niche of like they'll be, they'll be, you know, they're the cruise ships of cover bands. Like they'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. Okay, okay, well, we can, maybe we can, maybe we can, um, yeah, save save some of that. At the very least, if you if you want to contribute broadly to to the uh, to cut, what is it? Support act, support act, support act. Yeah, maybe we can save some of it for, for to pick our particular one band or artist or something that we want to contribute yeah. to. Find the fuckedest we, person who's yeah, got no we, hope, even outside of the yeah. pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah we get him to do a little something for the show or whatever. We we kick him a couple of shekels and we say, "Can you come on, come on and do a little? I don't know, do a little something on the I don't know, do a little ditty for us or whatever." Is that what you're thinking, or we just straight yeah. up give the money to him? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, make yeah. him make him yeah. make him work for it. I like how do we a like something. yeah. Imagine someone fucked in music, doing it hard and they're shit and they got no money. If only we knew someone in our own art form that was <laughs> was doing that bad. I think we know fucking plenty. <laughs> it's also just like the idea that you know we we hit someone up and they're actually you know they've they've if you're in a cover band it's like a huge if that that person that you're saying that's that fucked. Well, if they're that fucked, they've never let go of like whatever their main day job is. So presumably they've just been working from home this whole time. They're yeah. fine. It's just yeah. their hobby that's been on ice for a bit. 
and then they charge us through the nose for this just like one little performance on the pod. All yeah. of a sudden, it's a grand total of about $14 left that's going to Support Act to actually yeah. help like <laughs> struggling yeah. musos. We actually <laughs> we actually can't pick someone too, too bad. We actually need to find someone who's a real 5 to 6 out of 10. Someone who's yeah. just good enough to kid themselves into thinking they're making it professionally. But, yeah. But isn't yeah. good enough to, to blow, blow up. Well, um, I'm sure we'll get some leads that we can follow up on after we after we. I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure we'll get some musos that listen to this show that are too pov to subscribe on Patreon that'll put it in their hands up. Going, <laughs> we've I've never contributed to your show over the last nine years, but I'll have some of your money if that's cool, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we have we've got we've got band members that are into this. We've got bands yeah. out there that in that enjoy this show. Yeah, yeah. we'll be able yeah. to. Scrounge something up. Finally, so, yeah. after giving you guys hundreds of hours of free content, we can finally give back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sunday, August 22, cameo.com slash bad impressionist. Uh, get around it. Is it uh, do we want to get straight into the um, the Patreon names? Is it time for that? Yeah. Or do we have a do we have a talking yeah. giveaway update or do we hold it over if you're um if you're if you're busting for nap time? Yeah, I think we hold it over. I think that's we how we it do over. it this week. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. If that's All okay. All right, patreon.com slash Club. You can get on there. You can get yourself two bonus episodes per week. Uh, really churning them out at the moment. Lots of great that's guests. Lots of, uh, lots of, lots of, um, lots of dicking around behind the paywall at the moment. Yeah, speak, you know, going straight from um, giving money to down on their luck, not as talented people that aren't that great at their job. Um, yeah, let's double it up and give some money to us for this. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. Um, heaps of bonus episodes and we give back to you in terms of we, we read your little precious little names out. Um, if, if you've, if you've been subscribing for a while, you're always welcome to, um, be the squeaky wheel and yell out if you, if you think you've been, uh, subscribing for quite a while. Again, we've said this a few times, but not these people, it's like, Look at their watching. It's been three weeks since we subscribed. We haven't had our name read out yet. <laughs> it doesn't quite work like that, buddy. Um, but you your know, daughter, if it's, it's three o'clock and I subscribed at midday. Where's my fucking? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can now. Um, so here's some here's some here's some people right now. We're gonna let's let's read as many as as uh, I can out before I absolutely hit the deck. I reckon. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Thank you very much to everyone who subscribes. Obviously, people that have been there from the start, people who have uh, done the right thing and, and uh, yep. done the hard yards and also new people, but also in particular this week, just these absolutely random names that we've pulled out of the unplanned title alternator or whatever the fuck it is. I'm not even thinking anymore. Um, here we go. Number one, cab off the rank this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Andy Haig. Andy Haig. Yeah, what do you think about that? Like the like the chocolate place? Spelt the same as the chocolate place? I would not have gone with the chocolate place to start with because I don't even know what that means. What do you mean the chocolate, chocolate place? H-H-A-I-G-H. No. No, I was. it's spelt the same way as the thing I would definitely more associate with this show. The Haig as in the home of... The UN's International Court of Justice, where they put all the people, where they try all the people for war crimes and things. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah, I'm oh, way, really? believe it or not, I'm way more familiar with the uh, chocolate chocolatery. How do you say it? No. What's that word? Chocolate chocolatier. Chocolatier. Yeah. Mm. No, the Hague H A G U E 
it's uh, it's actually it's a weird place. It's like I think it's sort of like the Vatican in terms of you know when you hear about the Vatican, you think oh like a building where the Pope lives. No, no, no it's like a city called the Vatican, which also has right. a place in it called the Vatican. Um, right. I think I think so. The ha- the Hague is an actual city. Like I've always thought the Hague's called is, is like the name of the court where they where they try people, but mm-hmm. it's actually the name of the city, which I find funny. Like you've got. Like the the at the start of the the, yeah. the name of your, your your hometown, it's not the Melbourne, it's not the Helsinki, but well, it is also the fact the that Hague. it's a court. Yeah, the fact that it's a court where people go. So it's like you going, oh, I've got a tram fine. I'm just going to head down to the Melbourne to sort this out. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm contesting my tram fine at the Melbourne. Yeah. yeah well, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure once you get there, they'd all be antsy and they'd be like, well, actually, it's called the Hague's Monster or, you know, whatever, whatever the the bullshit they've got. But everyone else, if you're not from – it's like everyone calls it Melbourne. Well, if you're here, it's Melbourne, isn't it? I'm sure they've got whatever it is. They call it the the court over there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that would be interesting to live in the place that's – like there's one thing to live in Melbourne and be like, oh, you guys and your laneways and your and your um and your coffees. It's like, where are you from, The Hague? Oh, you guys with your trying people for blowing up children in wartime. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, we so put that on the postcard. Yeah, yeah, you're how right. How does the uh, how does the war crimes court work? I don't really know too much about it. Like, how do you get how do you get? Is it you know? I love the idea that it's just like yeah, to use the analogy of like a tram fine. It's like you just <laughs> a lot of shows up in the mail. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're accused of killing innocent civilians. You're up on war yeah. crimes. You're like, no, I'm contesting these. Yeah, I'm not yeah, paying yeah, yeah. the fine. Yeah. <laughs> I I yeah. will be representing myself in the, at the <laughs> war crimes tribunal. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that was a nun, and I didn't know it was a grenade. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm. I've got my solicitor Brett Blake to help me. We've we've landed yep. in Holland. We'll be there yep. soon. We've yep. uh, we've just got to go to the red light district first, and we'll be straight there. Yep the uh, the Mikey machine was broken, and that's why I blew up the orphanage. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> am I walking out of here? Yeah, now yeah. this is a good. Now this is a good I've, bit. Bring I back yeah. stand up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I I okay. I'll take the three demerit points on my war license, but I will not pay the fine. I think we'll let's get it down to That's that. That's it. I want to. Yes, I exactly. want to still be able to be in war. I still want to be able to shoot people. Uh, but I'm on my last couple of points. That's that's fine. I wonder if we'll ever live to see. You know, they've spun off Law and Order so many times. There's now one that's you know there's SVU, which is just all about sexual based crimes, special victims unit. Um, yeah, I wonder if we'll live to see Law and Order, war crimes, war crimes, just going around, <laughs> yeah. just going around New York, seeing so, <laughs> an army general with papers. <laughs> yeah, CSI The Hague. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. That's a fucking good show. Now that's the show that you and I could be in. You and I yeah. playing a couple of playing a couple of hardened hardened war crime cops in The Hague, just like yeah. trying to bring people to justice. <laughs> Who's the guy that that used to pull the glasses down and do the one liner? What was that guy's name again? You know, uh, and then have the guitar oh, sting. Um, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Oh, people are fucking. Oh yeah, people, people are really are fucking, fucking screaming. People are screaming. iPhone. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Let me just go. It's CSI Miami, right? That's where he's from. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 David Caruso. David Caruso. As there Lieutenant we go. Horatio Kane. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the um, the uh, what's it called? The um, the 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 grenade's gone off. Yeah, at the uh, monastery, and he's pulled the sunnies down and gone. Looks like one of the ladies in there has got pulls the sunnies down. None legs. Boom. <laughs> it's also, there we go. I love, you know, in those like sort of shows, like the cold open before the credits is genuine, is generally where you see like the crime kind of taking place. But it's, and it's, so it'll just be like, you know, you see a guy like approaching a woman in an alleyway and then something, you know, horrendous happens. On our version of that show, the 30 second cold open that precedes the opening credits costs $45 million because it's yeah. like bombs going off, like huge explosions. It's like we blow all of our budget on the cold open every episode and then the rest yeah. of it is just us in a room. And it's all reverse engineered from the jokes like that that we can think of. Yeah. What's the fuck, yeah. this dumb joke? All right, well, all right, well, now we're blowing up a monastery and we're killing a woman. All right. Is this – now, I don't think – this is – like I think what we do is this is, has to be – this is the sketch on the funny fellas that becomes its own spin-off. Yeah, this right. becomes its own. This becomes its own regular show after we do it once on the show. People are like, you know, this is the, yeah, this is the big breakout star of the funny fellas. Oh, this is. You know what? I've got to. Um, oh, I've I've I got a texture in the week that I said. You know what? I'm going to use this on the show. This is. I haven't. We haven't done a bit of um, Chandler's phone bag for mm-hmm. a uh, for a while, but people out there do have my phone number. Um, we haven't talked about that for a little bit, but I legit got an actual piece of content um, from from a listener the other day, and I said to them, "I'm actually going to use this this week. It was quite good." But now I don't okay. have my phone on me. Uh, hang on one sec. I'm going to go grab my phone. Do hang on wanna, one second. Do you want to hold it, or do you want you want You don't want to carry it over. You don't want to use no, it no, 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 no. of the app. This is no, no, no. talking dum dum, is it? This is talking okay. dum dum. This is talking dum dum. Right. Hang on one second. You run off, and I'll just narrate what I can see in your room while you're gone. Okay, folks, it's just you and me now. So what I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at um, the famous wardrobe that Carl often records in front of, and I can see myself in the reflection of the Zoom window. Yes, I'm back. You got a cross on your bedroom wall? Is that what I can see in the reflection? Oh yeah, yeah, we do. I don't know why. It's it's my wife's. <laughs> it's don't say names thing. I don't know. She puts a few little things up. She she I've said she pretends she's religious. She's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm this. It's like. When have you? When have I ever seen you go to church? She's one of those people. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, yes. no, no, no. Yeah. So I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what she's on about. One of those. Like I said, fake Italian, fake. Mm-hmm. fake I don't even religious. know what she is. Is she Catholic? I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I don't understand any of that stuff. Um, it's Catholic, right? If she's Italian, probably. I guess I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Um, <laughs> Who cares about my <laughs> wife? <laughs> well, not about her, but about her little. Little fairy tale she believes in. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see. So I don't know the name of this guy. I should give his phone number out. He, he's a. Hang on, I'm going through the the, the text he sent me. He's been annoying for a while now. Okay. Um, he's okay. He's, he's tried a few submissions. He's, he's given me a few things over the years. I think over the last yeah, yeah. couple he's of years. He's, yeah. Yeah. He said a crack. He's from Adelaide. I can't figure out what his name is. Anyway, right here we go. Okay. Here's yeah. his submission. For funny fellas. Here we go. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, good. Okay, yeah. I like this. Yep, yep. Yep. A listener, I don't know if we, we need to credit him in the, in the, in the, um, as a writer for this. I, I mean, 
maybe we do since he's completely come up with him by himself. But here we go. Okay. So just give out if we can you, instead of his, you don't have his name, but what's the last digit? What's the last number in his phone number? What's the last digit of his phone number? I'll give the last three digits, like you know, the back okay. of the credit card. One nine one. So you know who you 191. are. One nine one. One nine one. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> his submission <laughs> for a character for funny fellas. What about yeah. Barley Belly Dancer? Some oh, lovely yes. lady trying to be all sexy with the veils and whatever, whilst yep. also shitting herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, what I, what I love most about this suspicion is that he, uh, this submission is that he's he's given you the title Barley Belly Dancer, and then he thinks so little of your ability to be able to put that together that he's felt yep. the need to give a full description yep. of the character. Yep. No, nah, yep. he won't get it. He won't know what yep. I'm on about. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Good for him. Like, why? Why let me do all the punchline? You know, get his get his yeah. jab in himself. You know, that's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm. No, that's I'm, I'm great. Fine that is a yeah. fucking. Which one of us is playing the barley belly dancer? Mm, I think you. I I'd love, I'd, I'm really happy you said that because I'd, yeah. Yeah, I would I would love that in a bit of um, yeah. I mean, we 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 often talk about how we envision it being a bit like Little Britain in that we're doing you know really dodgy, <laughs> dodgy accent work. Um, it's no good, and then just like some terrible, um, yeah, going crazy with the wigs and the makeup and the fat suits yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so I think yeah. I could have a lot of fun in the makeup doing the barley belly dancer. Yeah, have we got anything? Is, is that is that the entire sketch? It's just, it's just, you know, what it what, would it be a bit like? Oh, I've got a we've got a belly dancer coming. Oh, great! Oh, the only thing is, oh, slightly different, slightly, slightly. Why? Oh, what is it? it? Can't be too bad. Well, it's a it's less of a belly dancer, more of a barley belly dancer. Door open, woman with the veils, or you <laughs> with a dress, and just shit pouring down your leg. Is that is that end of sketch? Is that it? <laughs> Um, well, I mean, yeah, conceptually, yeah, but, like, we really need to flog the dead horse on this one. So, I'm, it's not just I walk in with a bit of shit down my leg. I'm you've got your, then you've got your hair braided. There's a routine that goes for, like, six minutes. Like, I'm thinking, I, I like all the best sketches, it has to go for, it really has to overstay its welcome, I think. Right, right. So, the, the gag gets out within five seconds of the, the sketch yep. opening, and then there's just a lot of close-ups of shit dripping out of your ass and Shit down, pouring out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Down your legs. Yeah we've, yeah, we've got like a um we've got kind of similar to when they do the like diary of volcano in I think it's Jackass three. We've got, we've just got a sort of bit of that. You have like a reverse shot of just a fucking geyser coming out of my asshole as I'm doing a right. as I'm doing a sexy routine. And yes, braided hair, that's a that's a very nice touch. Yeah. Um maybe yeah, a cocktail of, cocktail in the hand. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Bin tank singlet. <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. There we go. If All right. People, well, thanks. This is that's a legit good sketch for for, yeah, for yeah. funny fellas. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's something maybe we look need, forward to on the other what, side. Maybe we need to like whatever the opposite of punch that one up is. We need to uh, punch it down a bit. Maybe we need to yeah. make it a bit worse. Maybe that's a bit too good. I was going to say when you were like, "Does anything else happen?" I'm like, "It's it's already a bit too, you know, mm. it's already a bit too high caliber, bit for too the good, fellas." But yeah, yeah, I'm thinking if we I'm stretch it out, you know, you, you sketch shows that you know they're typically they're always like front loaded. You know, you put the they they'll put the like some of the best stuff up the top of the first episode. I could see this being a series opener. I could see this being what we open oh, the whole yeah. show on. 
Yeah. Because this is the whole series. This is as close to a mission statement as we've ever gotten for the fellas. <laughs> and we didn't even write it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is a real, you know, you're tuning in, you're not sure what this show is going to be. And then this first thing that happens, this is a real statement of intention of what you're mm. going to be seeing over the rest of the series. Yeah, yeah. This is the best of the whole series so far. It's written by some <laughs> cunt from Adelaide that we don't even know the name of. <laughs> yeah, we just the credits at the end, writers, 191. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks, 191, and thanks, yeah. Andrew the Hague. Andy Haig. What a combo. Um, all right. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Gareth Chang. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. That? Yeah. How this do you is feel actually about that one? A good well, friend of yours and a beer you enjoy. Not your favourite. Exactly. Not your favourite, but one you're into. Not, oh, no, Chang is your favourite, isn't it? Chang is my favourite. Like. Yeah. Chang's, Chang's the favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no, very uh, – this is the second Chang that we've had. As a subscriber on the show, actually. Okay. Um, yeah. But I, you know, here's a, here's a little fun fact. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Depends Depends how, how um, what your standards for fun is. But yes. I was reading I was reading about, um, about Chang the other day, actually. And uh, I didn't realize this, but Chang is actually a relatively new beer. Singer was the, was the original Thai beer. Really? Interesting. And he's been around for fucking ever. And uh, I think Chang's only been around since the 90s, I think. It's okay. it's a very Johnny-come-lately. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it, it got made up and then they pushed it pretty hard and it, it I think it became equal and then overtook maybe Singer, like within I don't know, 10 years or something like that. Okay. So um, I always thought, oh, yeah, Chang Classic Thailand. It's like... It's fucking. It's about the same age as peanut M and M's. It's it's really not. <laughs> it's really not that historical at all. And do you think if you had have known that uh, when you were picking your allegiances to the beer, do you think that would have changed your um, well tastes look, in any way? I think it doesn't matter what I think at the moment because uh, I was talking about this the other day. But it's uh, I believe it's been deleted from Dan Murphy's um, here in Australia. Because I've been buying it from Dan Murphy's, the big uh, the big liquor shop. Uh, there's there's one near my house, and it has been very cheap for a while. And I'm like, great. And I've sort of been just blocking out the fact that they've had like a bit of other detail with it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just buying this beer that's way cheaper than any of the other beer, oh. and it, it happens to be what I like. And then I've realised I keep going back, and all of a sudden there's like no slabs left anymore. There's just like six packs, and all of a sudden I'm going back, and there's just loose beers now. I'm like. Hang on a minute. What's going on here? I haven't read this very well. <laughs> like, there's like there's a reason why I've got so many ex girlfriends that have that have they've had unresolved fucking stories because I'm not a good reader of fucking signals. So yeah. I'm just still going in, going. How come there's only two bottles of Chang in this entire warehouse? Yeah, we're getting rid of it. What and is the it like fuck? you you go back and you notice that like every time the pile of Chang that's there is. Uh, Depleted only by the amount that you've bought. Yes. Like if you could see yes. CCTV footage and it's like you're the only one coming into that section. Yeah, yeah, got. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you think it's gone from just your dance or do you think it's gone from dance nationally? Do you think nationally? 
Nationally, really? I looked it up because when I finally took the clue, and the clue being when I walked into a huge warehouse near my house and there was two bottles, two yep. small bottles left in the entire place. <laughs> two singles left. Yeah. And, Did um, you buy them? Did you buy, can you officially say you bought the last two Changs available in Dan Murphy's no. near you? I might go there today actually because I, I, I bought a six pack and two, two loose ones the other day and just thought oh, I can't carry bloody eight You've of them. You've got to stock up. Oh, you got to stock them, up I mean. while you can. Yeah, well, well, totally because they're all gone now. Um, so I might, I might go past. I might go past today and see if I can get like the single. Maybe it's the last Chang in Australia. Maybe that's you it. You want a friend of mine works at Dan Murphy's. Do you want me to message him and see if we can get to the bottom of why they've <laughs> why they're getting rid of it? <laughs> Where, what did he do at Dan Murphy's? What did he work on the till? Uh no, he's a bit more. You know, he's he's a bit more in the mix than that. I don't want to. I don't want to blow up his spot by giving okay. out his exact job title. But you know, he's well, a bit, well, he's a bit I've, further up I've, the flagpole. I would love to think that there's any inside story in a in a in a in a in a retailer just stopping stocking a beer. Uh, yeah, other than I'll, I'll, other I'll other than him. other than this one, cunning Hawthorne was the only person that was buying it. <laughs> Hang on, I'll message him now. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you know? Do you know why Dan's uh, has stopped selling Chang beer? <laughs> I love the idea that there's any other reason that a retailer has, except for it wasn't selling enough. I love the <laughs> idea that there's there's well, some gossip. But but you know Dan Murphy's for people yeah outside of the country they're they're yeah huge huge huge. Um, Beer retailer, or sorry, alcohol retailer. Like they sell so much fucking beer, so there'd be tons of stuff there that just doesn't sell. Like I don't know yeah. for a brand that big to just not. It, that seems crazy that it wouldn't be shifting units to just completely get rid of it. Like they've got so much fucking obscure stuff there. Yeah, I like the idea that maybe the the you know Thailand has slighted the great Dan Murphy in some way. Like they've yeah. just they've. I mean, is 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 Dan Murphy actually a guy? Like, is he the actual boss, a bloke called Dan Murphy? I don't know. Is he... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, if if my friend writes back to that, I'll I'll that'll be my follow up question. <laughs> yeah. Gives me, yeah. If he gives me a very thought out answer, I'll be like, great, thanks for your intel. Now, follow up yeah. question: Is yeah. Dan Murphy a real yeah. guy? Can you put? Can you hand your phone over to your boss, Dan, and get him <laughs> on the line? Yeah. I assume he is because in the logo of the store, they've got like a little um, caricature of. Of a, a man who we're oh, yeah, well, believe is Dan that's, Murphy. So that makes sense. So you know that line is a real person in Paddle Pops. So yeah, sure. That's uh, <laughs> logos are all real. That's for sure, Tommy. So <laughs> let's get Ronald McDonald on the line. Yeah. Um, all right, oh, we've got a bombshell exclusive. Do you know why Dan has stopped selling Chang beer? <laughs> Casual racism. And then follow up. <laughs> Honestly, probably just doesn't sell that well. You heard it go. here first, folks. We <laughs> We've got the scoop yeah, from inside the organisation. You heard it here first five minutes ago when I said it, but you also heard it now. <laughs> <laughs> Two assumptions right, well, for the price of one. Congrats, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, Gareth Chang, for helping us thanks get Gareth to the Chang. bottom of, uh, yeah, we got, a, yeah. we got a scoop. We got a hot yeah. scoop. Also, Gareth, if uh, I mean he might be the heir, he might be the heir to the to the Chang fortune, to the Chang beer fortune. Oh, yeah. That's um, obviously getting smaller at the, at fortune wise right. in Australia because no one's selling it. So um, yeah, sorry about that. 
the the, the last of the, of, of the the dynasty's dollars are, are being played into this podcast. That does seem weird to me that it wouldn't be selling that well, but mm. oh, well, okay. only because <laughs> because most of the the, the beer uh, that you see on a regular basis being bought is by me, and that's the that's the beer. So I think I think I'm pretty low. I'm I don't think there's too many other people like me who are deliberately going to the bottle shop and choosing a Thai beer above everything else going on in Melbourne. Yeah, above like a tiger or a like if you want a, a like a kind of Asian beer, like yeah, a beer fuck. from that sort of region. Why is why is yeah tiger? You can get t- tigers more easier than than all the others. I don't know why. I, I don't know who's got an allegiance with tiger. Fucking hell! I guess like a lot of things, it's probably just like the company that goes hardest on doing the you know advertising or the whatever it is where they just get that mm. you know they just get that recognition and cling well, on. Well, Dan Murphy's is um is more. Singer now, so they haven't deleted singer. So now I'm gonna. I've always been a Chang man. Now I'm gonna have to be a singer man. But you can at least now that you know that fact about Chang and singer, you can feel good about it because it's like I do. Well, now yeah. you know that you're supporting the. You know, you're supporting the the old dog. Yeah, yeah, more traditional. I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was being traditional already, and I, I, all this time I've been a on the on the coattails of a fly by nighter. So maybe yeah, this is blowing. good in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah, fuck. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Now I'm I'm glad we've managed this. Now I feel happier. All right. Yeah. Um okay. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Here we go. Arish Dart. Well, Arish, I presume Ar- Arish, maybe Arish. Arish. Arish Dart. A R I S H. Surname D D U T. Arish Dart. Wow. Arish Dart. Yeah. Wow, you got it. You nailed it. What do, you, what do you reckon? What's what's the nationality that that yeah. sort of uh, name comes from? Is it subcontinent? That's my that's my initial feelings. Are you doing a little? Uh, you doing a little background check here? I am trying to. Yep. <laughs> Hang on, my friend just sent me another message. I really hope this isn't the thing that breaks the camel's back this lockdown. Because <laughs> I haven't said I'm talking about it on a podcast or anything. I'm just out of the blue like, why don't Dan's have yeah, Chang yeah, anymore? Yeah, 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 Great. <laughs> you're just, it sounds you're, you're like it might be for you though, so yeah. Yeah. Well, it was until we until we work things out. Um, yeah. All right. All right. I found – oh, no. this is This is no good. I found a um, I found one person on Facebook. Yeah, it's called Arish Arish Dart. Yeah, he's from Sydney. Mm-hmm. So this this might be our man, but he is chock a block with pictures of being at Manchester United's home ground. So fuck Arish oh. Dart. <laughs> yeah. Have you cross referenced him in the Facebook group? No, I will do that right now though. That is the that way is of in the. In the Dum Dum Club Millionaire Club, which is uh, for people if they want to join, if they're uh, sub- if they're if they've subscribed to our Patreon, yep. Um, let's see if he is in there. It's uh, I've just got to see which which Arish Dutt we're talking about because there's a you know pretty common name. Um, let's see, he's not even in there. He's missed okay. the trick there. He hasn't so even bothered. Could, this could be a coincidence. This could be. Just a different, a different guy. 
but I, I, it is a, it is a bit of a whack in the face. It is a, a, an extra insult where these people pay for the the Patreon. They get the episodes and they go, yeah, don't really want to converse with you though. Thank you anyway. Oh <laughs> <I>, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't hate it. It's just like, yeah, you know, yeah. pay the money, don't wanna, get the apps, don't wanna, you know. Don't want to talk to you guys. Don't want to talk to people that listen to you. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Well, back in the day, you know, when Patreon first started, they were like their thing, their advice to creators was you got to don't look at this as people are paying you for the extra content. Look at it as people are paying to support the show, the thing that you mm. already do for free. And then mm. the extra content is just a nice little thank you. And then quickly over time that has morphed into the only things that are really successful on Patreon are the things that chunk that churn out, you yes. know, dozens and dozens of hours of bonus stuff. So it, yes. it very quickly did turn into no no, you are paying for the bonus shit. You're not just doing this out of the goodness of your heart. So yep. their words absolutely fell on deaf ears once the first creator to go, nah, we're going to put up fucking four things a week on Patreon and then they became millionaires and it was like, all right, well, I guess that's that's yep. what we've all got to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all well and good for them to say that, but uh, the market is dictating how this fucking works. And yeah. uh, what that means is we do our podcast for free, but we get paid for our bonus episodes. That's... <laughs> That's what. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, it was a sweet little system there for a little bit, but uh, yeah, yep. thanks very much, Patreon. I think we'll tell you how you're going to get your five percent for doing absolutely fuck all if yep. you don't mind. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Arist knows what he wants. He uh, and he doesn't want any part of communication with us or our listeners. Which uh, fine, you know. Absolutely fine. fine. Do is, it. Do this, what you want. This, this one way chain of communication where we're speaking at him on the show and then he's got no no course of reply. That's just how he wants it. He's sitting That's there. It's probably we're mispronouncing his name. He's furious about it. But guess what? He's got no way of letting us know. That should be the separate tier. It should be the, the 10 bucks and you get the uh, the bonus episodes. You get to be in the group. 15 bucks. you never have to talk to us again or anything to do with us. Uh, but we force you at ten dollars. We force you into the group, and we force you into conversations with us. Yes, and our listeners. Yep, you have to be basically lifeline for us. Yeah, where <laughs> we get in there and go a bit down today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, look, Irish probably doesn't even want us talking to him right now. This is this is probably this is probably too much right now. He's like, yeah, he's, this is purely he's, charity for 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 me. I'm purely yep. trying to get you guys through lockdown. Don't take take my name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. He's got um he's got his headphones in. He's in Sydney, so he's presumably just wandering around the good guys at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He's, he's listening to the Leading he's a just, parade. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just blushing, going, Guys, don't talk about me. I'm shy. Yeah. He's got a thousand people at his very special, couldn't do without it, thirty fourth birthday. Um need to do it. <laughs> So um oh. yeah yeah hope they don't hope they don't bring in the the, the curfew to 4 a.m. Arish up there in Sydney. Yeah. Um it would really kill you guys up there. Um well anyway I hope this is hope this is enough for you. I'm sure it's too much for you. I'm sure you've got better shit to do Arish so uh apologies but also uh fuck Manchester United. Sorry about that. <laughs> Take that Arish and there's not a yeah. damn thing you can say in reply to it. You 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 expected that from two died in the wall Liverpool supporters like myself and Tommy Daslow. Um he's you've been to Anfield, you've you've been to the 
You've been to a game. You love it. You Mate, bought. I've got the you beanie. bought a beanie. You got the beanie, and I've yeah. seen you wear it maybe once, and that was at the game. So I know how much you feel <laughs> about the team. <laughs> I break it out from time to time. You know when it's beanie oh, nice. weather. I'm not wearing. I'm wearing nice. a beanie right now. I'm not wearing that beanie, but uh, yeah, it's still it's in the rotation. It gets a little run. I think I've I think I've bought everything else in the superstore over there. Maybe I might put in a, a mail order to buy that beanie off you. I think I've got everything else. Yeah, I don't think you in lockdown was this before we recorded the app. You were saying you were you were hitting the you hit the Liverpool store again last yeah. night. How much? How much Liverpool clothing do you own right now, including the stuff you just recently bought that's on its way to you now? God, what, I, what, bought, I, I bought something on eBay the other day that was just like, I just got it and it was like clearly like pirate stuff. <laughs> like just I just bought a fake away shirt from 1994 for some reason. I'm like, yep. why, why have I fucking done this? And it's clearly not real. Um, the sponsor's logo on the on is just stuck with, some form of cardboard <laughs> on the front of the shirt, <laughs> but we, we're in double digits now, right? Of uh, of Liverpool clothing items. Oh, absolutely! I've got, yeah, I've got, right. you know, I'm deep. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even buying their what they wear on the like. Generally, what people do is they're aspirational. They buy the shirt that their heroes, that Liverpool players, are wearing on the field. Yeah. I'm buying the tracks. I'm buying the the behind the scenes staff uniform at the moment. I'm cosplaying as the youth team coach at the moment. That's what I'm yeah, fucking you're about to, buying. Yeah, you're about to get a hairnet that the woman in the canteen at the yeah 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 yeah. I'm 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 buying the uniform of the the valet out the front at the moment. That's that's what I'm down to at the moment. Well, you know, it's uh, like yeah, we've talked a lot about it in the last uh, year and a half. But the uh, yeah, the lockdown purchases. My my girlfriend um, looked over my shoulder at me on the phone the other day and saw me <laughs> eyeing off about to purchase Seinfeld Lego and went. Don't you dare. <laughs> I was like, what? It'll be a fun day building it. And she's like, yeah, but then where's it going to sit? You're going to want to put it on the bookcase. You're going to want to have it in a communal area of our house. And I do not want that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's very fair. But fuck, a, a Lego day is, I'll tell you what, it's a lot of fun. It's a very nice Zen activity. Well, I, should, gone. I, sh- I, I probably shouldn't say this and I'll get in. Trouble, but as long as no one gets it back to don't say a name, maybe I can get away with it. But good, yeah, good luck with that. Um, Speaking of Seinfeld, I, she supports what Michael Richards did at the Laugh Factory. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> two of the two of the biggest disgraces in in modern time at the Laugh Factory: Kramer on the Kramer on the stage and Tommy Dassler on the go. stage. Yeah, ten yes, years later, there, there we, we go. go. There we go. <laughs> Doing something just as offensive. Just in terms of quality, that's all. But yeah, 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 yeah. People, people in that crowd were begging for some of the hanging from the trees gear with what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, so the same sort of reaction from the audience, just for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no, my don't say no. My in in terms of lockdown shopping, just 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 a. Just a classic snapshot of, you know, what what a lot of people were doing all at once in lockdown. Just uh, wh- whacking on a few kegs, then buying a completely new outfit for that for that change of weight, and then as soon as she got the new wardrobe, just going, oh yeah, now now I'm gonna you know work out and 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 you know lose it all, and then has just bought this wardrobe of clothes that fit her for maybe a weekend. So yeah, she's so just- wait, she bought she bought slightly bigger stuff. 
Kushi yes. put on a bit of weight and then yep. very quick and then and then went this is me forever now and then very quickly lost the weight so now the stuff yes right. yes absolutely <laughs> just like bought like ran ran out of things to buy online that with that size it just yep. there was just stuff coming every day she bought everything online that's in that <laughs> size yeah yeah <laughs> honestly there was. Every day I'm like, oh, we got visitors. We we're not allowed to have visitors. So like, of course it's not visitors. It's a fucking posty every day with a new parcel. And yeah. then that's like, pretty funny. Putting like, on weight, putting on weight because you feel like you've clocked medium. You're like, ah, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. I just own it all now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I put on a bit, I can start yeah. again with all yeah, the same yeah, yeah. stuff, but on large this time. Yeah, yeah, lovely, <laughs> lovely. So it's almost like she got bored with the clothes shopping. It's like, what, what can I do that's different to shopping? I know exercise, and then, yep. then now it's like, all right, well, let's all filled up the wardrobe for no good reason, and that, that's we've just we're just full of. That size of clothes now, so. Um, I mean, yeah. I have been, I've been, you know, with the with the very stop start nature of the lockdowns in the city, I've been fucking all over the place. I feel like with what, like I've I've got stuff that I've bought a year ago that I'm like, I still have no idea. Like every time I put this on, it fits differently because we're either right. we're in a lockdown and I've had a week where I'm like I can't be fucked or we're out and I'm hitting the gym pretty regularly again. It's like there's there's shirts that I'm like is. Someone just putting a different one of these in the wardrobe every time I yeah. go to put it on. It's like every time yeah. I put it on, it feels completely different. Oh. So I can definitely relate. I'm in my I'm in my thing of like you know running every day, like running pretty hard every day, but offsetting it by eating like absolute shit every day. And I've had a couple of injuries lately where I just haven't adjusted the eating, and it's yep. like two days later I've put on two and a half kilos. It's like, and yeah, I just yeah, haven't. Yeah. I haven't been smart enough to um to figure out the difference in what I yeah, should be doing yeah. yet. Yeah. I think I I think I mentioned this briefly last week, but I've been on antibiotics for the last week, and they're pretty like hectic, and they I've got to take them three times a day, and I don't normally. I just stopped having breakfast a few years ago. Like I never have breakfast, but because I've got to take this antibiotic with food, and I've got to take them three times a day. So this last week, it's kind of been nice because it's been like I've just used it as an excuse to like get up and go and get a little breakfast something from like somewhere nearby. Oh, yeah. Like just going and just really treating it like heading down the street to get a bacon and egg roll and being like, doctor's orders, I yeah, have yeah. to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, is a, just this is a medi- re- medicinal footlong. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Just before we started recording, I took my last uh, antibiotic of the course. I'm like, it's, you know, I'm, I'm worried now that it's like I've actually, I've reset my body and now I'm going to be, you know, because my whole plan the whole time was like, once that's done, I'll just go back to not having breakfast again because I, you know, I find it pretty easy to just not have and just yep. roll straight into lunch at like midday. But like, I'm worried now that I've reset myself and now I'm just going to be fucking fanging for a scramby at 9am every day. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. But. Well, thanks, Arish Dutt. How are the thanks, fuck are you there? Thanks, <laughs> Arish. Uh, all right. Thank you very much, Patreon subscriber. Matthew Stapleton. Okay. Okay. Staples. Yes, yes, Tommy. <laughs> that's a chain. That's a chain of office supply stores in the states, isn't it? Is that a real yeah, now, thing? Is it? Is it? Is it um, office supplies? Is that what it is? Because uh, I always, I always, I always think it is, but then yeah, I, it's like but their then because it's like the, what the, the is it the Staples Arena, the Staples Center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. What, um, it's like a very on the nose name for a store, isn't it? Like. There's not really 
you know, there's not there's not like a clothing store just called shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, just the yeah. Whole well, chain not not only called up like a thing that you sell. Yeah, but also a very small, insignificant thing that you would buy very rarely. Like that's Probably like going the into thing a. That they sell a, the least of, ironically yeah. enough. Yeah, going in, going into a clothing store and going, "Can I?" Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just heading down to Thimbles or fucking hey, whatever. Like, do me a favor, look them up right now while we're talking. Go onto Staples. I am. I Have am. You seen I'm already how there. Funny's, how funny is their logo? Oh, it's a staple. <laughs> God, that looks. That looks so stupid. <laughs> that, yeah, that is, that's a, f- I, I would love to know the figure that they got given, the the graphic design firm for, getting, for oh, doing absolutely. that logo. That is. Yeah, yeah, that's real that Mad is. Men style. Like, what if the logo was just a, cause but, so the store is called Staples, plural, and then this logo is just one staple. It should be oh, a yeah. better logo would be, I think Staples, Staples look so cool when they're in the little, um, what do you call it, the little kind of. The way they the way they come the way you get them out of the box like all stuck together, the right? Little, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, is absolutely. A, is when there's a, a million of them stuck back to back, a yeah, of, a flock of staples. There's probably yeah. an official term for it, but that could be a if they made that version of what they've got there. If they made mm. that kind of like three D and made it kind of stretch back and you could see all the little, you know, and then it was a plural of staples. You could make yep. a kind of cool vibey looking little logo out of that instead of just this. Mm. What this is, which looks like absolute shit. Yeah, staples. Fucking hell, that is. Um, <laughs> it's a weird. It's a weird piece to 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 concentrate on to single out. Like if you were starting up an office supplies store and you had to pick one thing, one yeah. item that you have to name the whole company after, what would yeah. you go with? For an office supplies place. Yes. Yes. Uh, hmm, that's a really good question. I'm just kind of looking up what they've got. I'm looking up their cleaning and break room deals. It's so funny that, you know, in these office supply stores, you can then just buy coffee because it's technically something that you need at the office. Like, Oh, absolutely. Room, just instant yeah. coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, now that I'm – the more we're talking about it, the more I'm thinking – yeah, Staples does kind of make the most because Staples, at least, like it's a. Cool oh, word. what like, now you just like calling it. it like calling it? Well, I'm think. Well, now that I'm thinking about it more critically, like, well, what's the alternative? Calling the store desk. So like, that's the thing well, that you're probably going to sell more. I was going to go like, with pens, papers, papers, papers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pens. Um, I like pens. I like pens. 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 Let's yeah, going yeah, down yeah. to pens. Yep. You know what? I'm I'm liking being on the website for this American chain. I was watching something last night um, that I uh, downloaded. Um, from a torrent, I'll say it publicly. I don't give a fuck. Whoa. Um, watching a show called Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy, uh, which isn't on any. It's you know, it's, it's you can't get it here. Um, is it? Oh, is it rare? Anyway, is it rare? It's on it CNN in the states, so it's not on streaming here. You can't buy. Are you it a bit of? Uh, like, oh, so you're a bit of a collector? Okay, right. What do you mean? Well, you you know this this is just sort of like this is you showing off. Oh, you guys wouldn't get it here. I'm, I'm you know. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. European. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I sort of uh, – it's rare. You guys wouldn't have – I got the only copy of it actually. Yeah, you've got to be um, – yeah, you've got to be pretty galaxy brain to understand the concept of the actor Stanley Tucci eating a spaghetti mm. in Rome. You guys wouldn't get it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's real kind of highfalutin stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, you know when you download like a, a torrent of something that someone's ripped off TV and then put on the internet, of course they cut the ads out. We're watching an episode of it 
last night where, for, for whatever reason, the person who'd uploaded it had just left all the ads in from the original Great. American broadcast. Great. And it, in, in lockdown and in the pandemic, it really was, depressingly enough, the next best thing to a holiday. Like, we were sitting oh, there sure. just watching ads for, like, American department stores and cars. And it really was like, yeah, this is like we've just gotten into the hotel and chucked yeah. on the TV and like, wow, look how different everything is here. It was oh, um, the yeah. the thrill the thrill of international chocolate bars and stuff like that, and you just go, oh my god, and you and you get one, and then it's like, oh okay, I get it. It's just like everything in America is like sort of like a Snickers bar. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. At the time, you're like, oh, this is so international. This is so cool. It's like, ah, it's all the fucking same. It's just you haven't seen the, the brand name before. You haven't seen that logo before. Yeah, I remember being at, uh, when we were at school, we had a couple of uh, different things that we would watch, like movies or whatever in various classes that had all been taped off the telly, but they had been taped off the TV like 10 to 15 years earlier, and it was just this like one VHS that's just been, you know, that's just been with the school for that entire time, and all the ads were still on it, on, on these tapes, but because they're ads from like all this time ago... So the ad's coming up and the teacher, you know, going to like fast forward through them and all of us going like, no, leave this on. We want to see how they were advertising the Mars bar back in like, you know, 19... This is the best bit. Why are you cutting through this? Just being like kids just screaming to just actually like could not give a fuck about, you know, us watching To Kill a Mockingbird or whatever. Just like, yeah, show us the ads for fucking, you know, Full Frontal that were in this tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that shit. Absolutely. Um, All right, thanks, Mr. Stapleton. Yeah, (laughs) thanks, Matthew Stapleton. Um, Thanks, Maddie, Maddie S. Okay, well, the original plan before we started this was me saying, let's do a short one of this because I want to go to bed. Anyway, uh, looks like this is just as long as any other time we ever do Talking (laughs) Dumb-Dumb. Thank God we didn't do... If um, if not longer. (laughs) Talking Gibbo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um... All right, let's do let's do one more then. All right, if we All do right. one more, um, that'll just about be about the normal time we do it. So uh, okay, let's 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 do this. Okay, thank you very much. Final cab off the rank. No one talks about the final cab off the rank. Um, it's always the first one. Um, thank you very much to the final cab off the rank this week. Patreon subscriber, thank you very much too. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we. Not sure if we've done something like this before. Okay, all right, we can. Um, yeah. I don't know if I should allow this, but it feels like more like a corporate sponsorship than a, a listener. Okay, but okay, all right. Thank you very much. To it. it says here, it's the uh, the one stop superstore that everyone goes to for uh, yes. for for props. Okay, for uh, for notebooks. Yep. For uh, microphones. Yep. Yep. For uh, fake brick walls. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Old school Elvis-style microphones. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Thank you very much to uh, Patreon subscriber, the store called, the chain called Comedies. Yep. From before. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what have they got on sale at the moment? What's the uh, What's the biggest discount? Um, comedies. Uh, um, um, I don't know. Something we've already said. The arrow, <laughs> the arrow through the head. Is that the sure? Uh, that's, that's the rubber the chicken item at the moment. Yep. Sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. Thanks the flannel, everyone. The flannelette shirt. 
<laughs> thanks for uh, thanks everyone who supports the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash littledumdumclub.com. Get yourself the bonus episodes. Uh, littledumdumclub.com. Get some merch. We've got heaps of stuff there in the web store. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We will see you next time. I'm going Until to then, bed. Take care. See Good you, night. mates. See you, mates. <laughs> <laughs>